All right. Redoing this stream. I'm going to talk about Black SMV. Like Jesus just preaching the truth. And I don't care if you agree or disagree. I'm just going to tell you guys the truth. Because I've taught so many black students. I got so many black students laid. And they don't want to make a video testimonial because they're ungrateful. There was black people making more video testimonials. I get another 10 more. However, let's begin. Let's talk about some real shit here. Some real shit. I'm wearing AP watches because you guys like that shit. John, stop dressing like a black guy. I can't help it. I'm related to black people. I'm related to black people. All right. So, race, race hierarchy. Okay. I wrote everything as protector status and pre-selection. So, what's the difference? And there's a big difference, especially between African-Americans and Africans. And they are treated very differently in terms of SMB. So having taught so many students. So a lot of times you might be thinking, well, well there's not a lot of people here because they don't care. Hmm. All right. I'm just going to preach the truth whether you're here or not. I don't care. I'm just going to keep speaking the truth. So. Okay, so usually a tall, strong African-American, they usually have a lot of height and muscles. And things do not change that much from evolutionary psychology. A lot of times when you have this looks theory, you're always saying, oh, it's all looks. It's looks this, it's looks that. But you wonder how come online dating black men have a lower SMV and how come on day game they actually have it a lot easier, maybe even a slightly bit easier than some of their white counterparts. And you always say to yourself, well, looks matter, looks matter, looks, but they're not very good looking. Most of them are like seven out of 10 in looks and below. And you wonder if it's not looks theory and most black PUAs are seven and below, maybe six or five out of 10 in looks, then what is it that makes women attracted to them? What makes it attracted to them? Because Evolutionary psychology does not change. When you look at it, okay? When you look at it, everything is protector status and pre-selection. Evolutionary psychology has been around since the Stone Ages. In the old days, mental illnesses also was around. So whenever someone says, oh, evolutionary psychology let's dismiss it because women now have jobs they don't look for guys with um money bullshit but however women when they have money they look for a taller stronger guy like a black guy except during covid19 you have your privileges revoked a little bit i'll talk about that later but you'll learn everything there is to know about black smb and how you can navigate day game with it by arming yourself with this knowledge, a lot of your life would change. So basically, there's a protector status and pre-selection. Online dating, usually black men and black women are really on the bottom of the ladder. But in day game, you're wondering why are women so attracted? Why are women so into black men? How does this happen? It's very, very simple. Is the protector status and pre-selection. Survival and replication value. They have the replication value, and they also have the protector status. Also, there's a stereotype of white women with black guys. 
white women and black guys. And that's a very common stereotype. So in evolutionary psychology, even though mental illnesses have always existed, there is no, um, yeah, it's always existed. Sociopathy, there's an evolutionary psychology to it. Even OCD, washing your hands a lot. Even in the old days, a pregnant mother will wash her hands in a pond and she will not pass on bacterial infection to her offsprings. So basically, all these things that we have has been around. Our systems, our bodies, our cortisol, our fight and flight response, our frontal lobes, our brains, everything is pretty much the same as tribal days. And they might say something stupid like, oh, yeah, these days women are skinnier. So therefore, um, evolutionary psychology does not exist. And I say that's bullshit because not in every, not in every country women are skinnier. There are some countries, especially South America, where women are kind of more chubbier and curvier. So that doesn't mean that's true. And also, there are still tribes, believe it or not. As crazy as it sounds, there are still tribal society that does not adhere to electronics and all that shit. They still live in the fucking tribe. There are still African tribes that are still around. So having said that, understanding that the protector status and pre-selection is the major reason because it's evolutionary psychology. It all starts with uh, Neanderthals. Homo sapiens, or human beings, had made it with Neanderthals. I think a certain percentage, 1% or whatever it is, I have to double check it, does have the genetic code. Women were attracted to it because that was part of the evolutionary psychology. So when you say black men, they don't look like models or they might, there might even be guys who looks black. They'll have exactly the same SMV as black people. So I'm just going to preach the truth. I don't care. With offense. Okay. Let's just talk about the real shit here. So black men, for example, Asian men may have a different pre-selection because Asian men are skinny as fuck. And some of them are very, very short. But how did they get this pre-selection recently from white women? It is K-pop. Pretty boy skinny, you know, um, dancers who are singers. So every race has a positive and negative stereotype. There's always a pre-selected stereotype. It doesn't always mean that it has to be tall. Because when you look at a lot of the... Hey, man, what's up? When you look at a lot of the actors and stuff are Asians they have a square jawline but women are not into that but they're into skinny girly looking pretty boy types which is very very strange which is very very strange but the thing is that's called pre-selection so even if there's not a lot of people on here I'm just going to speak the truth so in the old days the Africans the PUAs who are like Wakanda forever that type they are different than the African Americans because African-Americans were slaves. They got captured on a boat and they were bred for strength. This is the truth. They're bred for size and strength. So they have a different protector status. I would tell people who are African students, in a lot of cases, they are extremely skinny. They're always like, they don't work out. If you don't work out and you're black, in a lot of my black students, when they get results, the very first thing they do is self-development. 
So they start to think, well, I'm getting a little bit chubby. I'm six foot two. I'm black. I'm going to have to slim down. I'm going to have to slim down. <clears throat> that becomes a problem because when they do that, they lose two things. When a black man, you know, decides that one day he doesn't want to be six foot two anymore and hunt like 220 pounds of pure muscle, they'll slim down to 180 or 170. And what happens is they no longer have the protector status. That means the size, that was their big advantage. This has happened to my students before. They were killing it in day game and they may not have as much skills as you think because I told them, listen, dude, you may have been really big and tall before, but as soon as you lost your muscle mass, you have lost almost all of your protector status. And it's like, shit, now you realize. Black people have something different that Asians don't have in most cases. They have something called warm traffic. So warm traffic. So there's always like hot, warm, and cold. So when a black man walks up to a woman with big muscles and height, they always say, oh, she's initially, this is what you hear from Justin Wayne and these kind of black looking people. She's not initially into me in the beginning, but they're hot and bothered by a tall black man because they usually think protector status with some pre-selection and a long dick, <laughs> a long dick. Like, John, stop dressing like a black guy. I can't help it. I can't help it. So they usually get like a warm, hot traffic. So their conversion is like easier to get to a hot for them they can vibe it a little bit they can use romance because they fit in more of that boyfriend girlfriend frame so if you look at the six frames for example a lot of black people you got the fuck boy frame they can fit into that you also got the boyfriend girlfriend frame and this is where the pre-selection comes in they fit into pre-selection extremely well just as well as any other person they fit into pre-selection with white women and they have all the night girlfriends. Because I remember one PUA said to me, he's like, John, you got some limiting beliefs. Maybe I can help you with it. I got three or four girlfriends. And I was like, dude, you're a six foot four black guy <laughs> with protector status and pre-selection. You don't have any game. You just got muscles. You happen to be her type. This evolutionary side. And he knew exactly what I was saying. He just shut the fuck up. He never replied again. He's like, fuck, John knew. John knew. Of course I knew. And nobody's going to speak about this when you got tall guys like Brian Black, you know, just walking up to her, swinging his dick in a circle. He's like six foot four, six foot whatever. And they just like barely having any game. They don't need any game because the women are already like warm or hot traffic. They're already hot and bothered, which is the disadvantages of black people because they don't have empathy. You may say, John, that sounds kind of fucked up. But most black students I've ever taught, they don't have any empathy whatsoever. So what happens is they don't know how to build a social comfort. Social comfort is very important. Without social comfort, she will not feel comfortable. So that's the biggest advantage. I had one student, I think he he's African, not so much African-American. And he, he's in the medical field. He didn't make me a testimonial because he's so busy sucking off Justin Wayne's dick. And that's the problem. A lot of these black students are very sheepish. They are into worshiping other dating coaches. 
once you show them the procreation switch, their brain shuts off. And they don't, there's a lot of stereotypes regarding black students. And in my experience, I don't think a lot of them are true. I don't think a lot of them are true. There's a lot of negative black stereotypes and there's a lot of positive black stereotypes. But what's happening is I have found there's three type of black students, okay? The first one is, you know, the black folks, they're always good people. They work as police officers, military and correctional facilities, doctors, shit like that. So the black folks are usually, and they have a prestigious job that helps society. So that's the first type that I've noticed. And I have a lot of students like that, that are African-Americans in the military, several actually, and they do good jobs. They're not like looters and the negative stereotype that's being portrayed during COVID-19. That's actually hurting their SMB. There's other types were more like, um, you know, like, fuck, let me think. It's how, how I say this, you know, the, the negative stereotypes, the hood rats, the, the thugs, the Negroes. There's a lot of those types. And they're usually just in when you fans. They have no brains whatsoever. They're fucking sheep. And they love worshiping dark-skinned dating coaches. These are the ungrateful ones. These are the, the hood types. And low IQ, extreme levels of cortisol. I've taught students like that before. But in other cases, there are guys who are, they don't really look black. They're kind of like mixed or they look like a Meghan Markle type. But regardless, African-Americans, you need to start working the fuck out because you guys are too fucking skinny. And plus, this Wakanda forever accent is not helping you with the pre-selection because you're too fucking serious. Because African like Africans do not like African Americans. They're like, fuck you, motherfucker, right? Like they're like, you fucking get a job. Because a lot of these guys are in the medical field or they're technicians, they're very smart people. The Africans have to be smart in order to get over here without a boat. And the African Americans, however, they're bred for size. The Africans, if you're not working out, I want to say like Stop being a fucking smart nerd and build some fucking muscles because without the protector status, you are really fucked. Let's see what they're saying. I'm just going to spit the truth here. I don't give a fuck. How, how do you get pre-selected as an Indian dude? Look like a black dude, dude. Western women love thugs. Why? That's a good question. Why the fuck would any woman like gangsters and thugs wearing expensive watches and, you know, fucking... Black clothing and shit. Don't mind me if I dress like a black guy today, you know? Since <clears throat> my uncle is black, my cousins are half black, my grandfather's brother married a black woman, <coughs> I have a hood pass. I have a hood pass. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Be like, that's not how it works, Johnny. Yeah, that's how it works. I don't care. So basically, why would people like gangsters, you know, like uh, you see all these hip hop rappers and shit, hip hop rappers. And, okay. Melina is a blessing. <clears throat> exactly. So let's talk about this. So survival value when they're a thug, they're wearing jewelry, they're dealing drugs, they're in gangs or they're in music videos. 
why do hood rats and dumbass bimbo white women, why are they into these rappers? Because when you are a hood rat, you have a lot of illegal money and drugs and other stuff. So when they see all these watches, they see that kind of stuff. Even younger white women these days are spoiled by rap music or hip hop, by hip hop. So they'll be really into this kind of shit. And whenever they see my other watch, okay, my other watch is something that rappers are wearing more of. Even younger teenage girls, when they see this, they know what the fuck this is. A Richard Mill. When they see a Richard Mill, they're like, oh, yeah, because rappers like to wear this shit now. This become the new AP. The other watch is not as popular these days. Okay? So when, when I wear the Richard Mill, they're like, fuck yeah. They're like their Versace shit, like Migos and Drake music, even though Drake's part Jewish and Canadian, Kanye West, and all that shit. These women are really into that. That becomes a positive stereotype because now the blacks have survival value. And plus they have the size, the height, the abs, the muscles, and you have to look at it. All of their faces are seven out of 10 or less. None of them are really good looking. I can show you every single black person, Denzel Washington, all the rappers, Tyra, every single person, they all look about below seven out of 10. So if a person that looks like a black person is like, oh, it's not my looks or whatever. Yep. What about your protector status and pre-selection? So the question for Indians, which I was going to talk about, is if you're like Sir Lincoln and you look black, if you dress like a black person, you shave your hair to look like a black person, you you lose the Indianness. You will still have the black SMV if you can get away with it. But however, if you got dark skin and stuff, you can still look like a Pakistani, which can move your SMV up. But for Indians, even if you got 4 out of 10 SMV, I would still dress whitewashing. 4 out of 10 is not bad. You're somewhere in the middle. 8 out of 10 if you look black, black. 4 out of 10 if you look um, whitewashed, black, like Indian. And if you look um, Pakistani, that's 6 out of 10. And my old friend who looks like a Latino, do you remember that guy? He has a Latino girlfriend still so that he's seven out of ten because he's indian but he's he looks like a latino mexican so therefore he gets the smv of a latino he's not latino but he looks like a latino just like i have another student who looks like he is a little bit mexican he's filipino because he looks a little bit mexican he banged a mexican women does that make sense? It doesn't matter what race you are, it's what race you look like. That's why my students have to be whitewashed because we need to borrow the white man's SMV. We need to take their body armor and we need to steal it and we need to use it against their women. I know that sounds really fucked up, but I'm just going to spit the truth here. I'm just going to spit the truth that nobody wants to talk about. There is a black SMV advantage. There is a black SMV advantage, whether you like it or not. Um, gangsters and thugs appeal to Western women doing masculinity. They have to be tough and strong. Okay, dark triad. But let me ask you a question besides the dark triad. What happens when a thuggish black guy goes to jail? Do you think his woman is loyal? I'm telling you, them bitches ain't loyal. 
when he gets his ass caught in jail. Okay, is John going to freestyle again? No, not, not today. But when his ass is in jail, the bitch ain't loyal. So why do the women leave the guy, cheats on him, steals everything he has for this hood rat woman when he goes to jail? It's very simple because he no longer have the survival value. So black people can have a lot of survival value too, not just the, so this is how they get it. By looking like this, they have both survival value and replication value. But I'm telling you, that craziness that white women, when they perceive the person black, they don't even have to be black. You can look like a Sri Lankan, you can look Indian. As long as you look black, you really got 8 out of 10 SMB. And the problem with the tall black students is that when they want to lose weight. So how does this all work? Black men are usually quite unattractive for the face. And my other African students like, Chon, stop calling us ugly. It's like, sorry, I'm just going to tell the truth. So this is the golden ratio in the arrow over here, okay? So every person has a different golden ratio. So it doesn't even matter about how good looking you are. You get the women exactly at your golden ratio. And the material of the arrow, let's say this is, um, for a white person, is aluminum or some kind of metal because the arrow can penetrate faster. Your SMV can penetrate the women faster. For a black person, they might have an arrow made of a very strong material. Asians may have like a really, like, these smaller dicks. No, I was joking. But the Asian people could have like a, because they're shorter. Because they're shorter, the arrow is going to be a lot shorter. And it's going to be more brittle. It can be broken easily. Unless they're very tall. But this is the important part of the black SMV. And why did it work for some of my students before? And why does it not work when they lose the weight? So the arrow theory is that this is the, the width of your muscles. That's why I was trying to work out to widen the muscles. Because of the V-shape of the body, the size. The bigger you are, the better your feather is and the better the arrow flies. It makes it a lot easier to have muscles and size. Even if the face is not super good looking and doesn't pierce, you can still get a woman who's around 6.5 out of 10 with a big booty. A big booty white girl. So having said that, that's the black SMV. But what happens when a black person gets a little bit chubby? This is where you're fucked. Because if you're black and I had a black student who's completely stupid as fuck. He doesn't follow instructions, completely autistic. But if you're a little bit chubby and you're black here, your arrow starts to like, well, you can't fire this arrow because it's too fucking fat. You see that? So you never want to be black and chubby because when you're black and chubby, you are going against the arrow theory. Now the arrow cannot fly because there's just too much weight here. So for black men, I recommend you don't become too skinny. Like the Africans, the African arrows likes to be tall or some of them are short and they love to have this thin ass fucking arrow, you know, because they don't want to work out because they're just fucking lazy and they think they're smart. They, don't, they always never, the Africans never wants to work out. Look like you're fucking starving in a third world country. And I know that you shouldn't bring that shit over here. Now, a lot of these guys, Africans, They'll be in certain countries, especially uh, French-related, like Montreal or, or France or 
all this stuff like bonjour mademoiselle like john je m'appelle johnny elite oh the thing is that for them they migrate to certain places but however the arrow theory is because if you're not going to be working out and they think they're above that because they don't have the same genetics as their african-american counterpart who were slaves they don't have an arrow that's easy to penetrate so this is where they get a lot of the other women that are still african-american because they're the same smb it's harder for them to get white women because they're not as pre-selected you don't see a lot of guys with these african accents going on rap music videos and saying oh wakanda forever i take over africa them bitches love me the, the thing is that that's not pre-selected so every race has a positive and negative stereotype so for indians if you have a curry indian stereotype that is a negative stereotype if you have like a you know you look like a different race so rather i heard another stupid thing is that they say the only way to improve a race standing is to create a positive stereotype in the media that's only partially true it's only partially true i would say that's bullshit because um they try to create positive stereotype asian guys in hollywood and look how well that turned out square jawed look like a white guy a little bit muscles they're the villains of the movies or they're just the the glens they're the they're the guys in the fast and furious with square jaws and long hair nobody gives a shit nobody gives a flying fuck so the secret is if you're part of a negative stereotype get the fuck away from the kill zone because if you're a negative stereotype Asian with the hair down and you're like, hi, how are you? I fobby Asian. You better not look like a fobby Asian during COVID-19. And for an Indian guy, don't look like a curry Indian. You can shave off all your hair and work out. If you got dark skin, look like a black person. Now you're SMVs 8 out of 10. Or you can look like a Latino, like my other friend whose skin is as bright as the fucking sun. Now he all the way up to 7 out of 10. And sometimes I tell my other students of different races, like my Latino students, to dye their hair so they can look like a white person. And that worked really well, too. If you can look like a different race, you will get their SMV. It doesn't even matter if, if for example, if I look like a Mexican guy and I tell the Latina that I'm actually, I'm not Filipino, but let's say I, was, I told her I was Filipino. You think she'll remember after like 30 minutes? Of course not. She'll look at the SMV. That part doesn't change. And there is a standing, the pre-selection, there is a race standing. Whites are the top, obviously, due to online dating. Blacks are usually on the bottom for online dating, but they're near the top for dating. And that's a weird thing because I have students, I can show you all of the testimonials. There are students who just laid on the very first fucking approach and still gets a fuck buddy afterwards. But then they decided you know, to trim down their arrow a little bit. And then guess what happens? All the results are gone. That means if you look like a tall black guy, which is more like a Neanderthal gene. However, they probably think they have a lot of skills in that they emote to get girlfriends and shit. No, they just happen to be pre-selected. This is why black people have a girlfriend automatically. And this is why a lot of my white students automatically they get a girlfriend after banging her. They don't even have to do it that much. Tall Latinos or Latinos, they get a girlfriend automatically. I don't know why. That's why they're up there at 7 out of 10. And however, 
you know, Middle Easterns around six out of ten. However, for some unknown fucking reason, they get girlfriends super easily. They get super easily. So these racist and or Asian on Asian, they get automatic girlfriends because it's pre-selection. No matter how much the times have changed or how much society has changed, and right now black people are looting like crazy. After um, you know, George Floyd. They're looting, so basically that's lowering down the pre-selection because now women <clears throat> are not only afraid of COVID-19, they're also afraid of black people acting like animals. And I don't think they all act like animals, but I'm just telling, I have a lot of black skin, so no offense, not that I give a shit. I'm just going to tell it like it is. You guys know how I am. You guys know John does not spin things. John is going to say it as it is, so that way you guys can adapt. John does not care about your feelings. John only cares about your results. But remember, right now, it's going to be a lot harder for black men because they have this reputation of looting and knocking down statues of white Confederate statues. So, and the problem with Asians, that's why the SMV is low, because <coughs> COVID-19, they think, is a Chinese virus. So, Whenever you have an Asian guy now, you think that looks like Glenn or looks like one of these guys in Hollywood. He has this pompadour hairstyle. He has black hair. Guess what? They're going to say, fuck you, chink or gook. For your fucking coronavirus. Get back to your country. And the guy's like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm born here. Can you hear my accent? And the people are confused. They're like, if you walk around there with black hair, they'll be like, fuck you. And your fucking coronavirus, they have experienced so much hate crime. There's 80 hate crimes a week, averagely, I think around there for Vancouver or whatever. Maybe that's why my hair is blonde, though. Not that I don't like a good fight. I love fighting. <laughs> so having said that, you can see how the protector status and pre-selection can be changed. But the very idea of the protector status and pre-selection, the hardware that women have, do not change. They do not change. They're always going to be into survival value, replication value, protector status, pre-sell. It doesn't change, guys. No matter how, just like mental illnesses does not change. There is no way, and there's a lot of spin these days that you're confused because you're manipulated, you're brainwashed. They might tell you, oh, yeah, they can fix the hardware issues, the mental illnesses. But for my students, if they cannot focus, they take four omega-369 pills to help them put the dopamine back in their brain. Because it's a physical problem with the brain. In sociopaths, they have this starfish-shaped brain that does not work. So they have no empathy, no guilt. They screw people over. That jail cannot even change the programming, guys. Jail cannot change the programming. So a lot of these things from evolutionary psychology, there must have been an advantage before. There must have been some kind of evolutionary advantage for mental illnesses. But yeah, let's see what else I'm going to say. Jot down a few notes, but I don't, I'm just flowing off the top. Just flowing off the top. So let's see, black men. So yeah, I mean, if you're black, you look black, you don't need to be good looking. And the best looking black people are all seven out of tens. So arrow theory, African, yeah. Let's see. Oh yeah, let's talk about day game. So what can black people do? Let's talk about it. Well, black people, this is, you're not going to like to hear this. Give it a thumbs up at the very least for just tackling a topic that's really 
hard to talk about because nobody, no dating coaches will ever mention this stuff. This is probably the very first time you heard about black privilege. But during COVID-19, because of all the looting and stuff, you no longer have your black privilege. Some of my students, okay, during COVID-19, when they're black and stuff, the woman is trying to judge whether or not she's going to bang you or whether or not she's going to catch COVID-19. She's thinking, is it worth it? Even though you're 8 out of 10, you no longer have this pre-selection privilege during COVID-19 until you get vaccinated. Hope that makes sense. You'll scare women plus the looting and everything. So black people and Asian people, their stock has gone a little bit down by one point. Asians are from one out of 10 for natural status is down to zero. For black men, it has gone from eight out of 10 to maybe seven out of 10. And a lot of the black students, maybe they're not eating as well during COVID-19. Maybe they cannot maintain their strength. You need a lot of protein to maintain that muscle mass or steroids, but protein in most cases. My students don't take steroids. But for them, if they don't maintain their muscle mass and they go around like, John, look at me. I'm working my fashion. I lost this weight. And now black people, when they're getting so much results, some of my black students are getting so much results back to back. As soon as the arrow theory, man, as soon as they get skinny and they lost, like, John, I lost 30 pounds or I lost 40 pounds or I lost whatever pounds. Oh, my God. I feel sorry for you. Because now they realize that. The very skills that got them laid in the first place was Elite 30 from Hard Case to Hero. This is, I'm just going to be honest with you, black students. When you were doing Elite 30 from Hard Case to Hero, you got laid like crazy because your social skills and social calibrations went all the way up. But however, the problem is that because you got results, your vibe got better. Your vibe or emotions got better. You guys remember this chart, right? Social skills. Social calibrations, emotional intelligence, and game. So for blacks, they don't really need any sort of, because the value is so high, they just need a little bit of game and a little bit of emotions. They might even fill up the emotions a little bit. So their game might be just here, okay? It's like, okay, around here. So imagine it's water. Their emotions might be just a little bit more vibish. That's why Justin Wayne is now talking about social comfort. Social connection will not work for black students because black people cannot actually connect with women. So you should never, ever try to connect with women. You should do social comfort. And that's the thing, though. That student who was a medical doctor, but he was a tall black guy, six foot two, with a huge fucking gap between his teeth. No offense. Get That's fucked up. Get that fixed. The point is, it's not going to affect you. <laughs> but that's why I've noticed. He, this guy has a big fucking gap between his teeth. Thing is, he pulled like over 80 times, but he didn't get laid even once. And he was like, I'm a Justin Wayne Dick Licker fan, like fucking Wayne fan. And he was like, John, can you fix this for me? And I was like, you're talking the best any coach in the world or big game coach. And I was like, of course I can fix it. And over a course of one Skype, not only did I fix it, the social comfort fixed things. Because now, rather than scaring the shit out of her, you have a little bit more social comfort. So the emotional, that means for black people, if this is the value, right? Value, right? Um, so if it starts up here, you don't need as much skills to get over that line. And if the Asian value is here, way down here, 
You need way more skills to get over that fucking line. You guys know that. It's not rocket science. Come on now. A skinny fucking Asian with hardly any looks like some of my students, who was like, a lot of them are very short, without social skills. Come on now. Dude, if, you don't, if you're Asian, you don't work on these two, you're fucked. So if people are talking about Asian people and, you know, they're, they can help Asian people, I say bullshit. The only Asian student that got results is half Spanish and half Filipino, where they're called Chinese or something. Fuck and bullshit. And a lot of the, even Asian day game coaches or Asian dating coaches don't have any, or they only have one or two day game testimonials for students getting late. And yet John has an endless amount because the problem is the black people, I hope this makes sense, but black people, because they have so much value, they like to vibe it. They always talk about emotions. Just vibing here and a good vibe, good vibe. The vibe for them, they just need a little bit to get over the line. And they may not have any social skills because they're kind of antisocial. Where I'm asking, these people don't have any empathy. However, for my students, they might have some social calibration. They might have some body language. But however, so they always focus on game. That's why they're always red-pilling you. Game, 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 game. These blacks or black-looking. And a little bit of emotions to get over that line. That's not good enough during COVID-19 because you no longer have that black privilege that is being revoked from people. Black privilege has been revoked. Now women are thinking, even if you pull them back home, they're thinking, should she risk catching COVID-19 over your black ass? And in many cases, they're thinking no. So even on Tinder, even on black Tinder, and there is a black Tinder, by the way, I'm not joking. They're always thinking, these black women are always thinking, and these black women do not like like a well, um, you know, rich Negro. They don't like a guy who's well off because he's too boring. He's hood rats. They want a guy who's exciting. They want a guy who's a gangster because of the survival value. They feel more excited. These dumb hood rats. And there are some girls like that. They get more excited when a guy has some money, drug money, and they become more submissive. But when you have a good guy, right, you should cheat on him and treat him like a cuck. And that's a problem with the black communities. There's a lot of black women out there who wants to be sensible people. And online dating, they're happy to get any sort of response from any race in the world. They'll be the fastest to respond. But however, they start to act a little bit cocky, even though they know their SMV is really low for black women. Just like Asian guys. Maybe black women and Asian guys should like, you know, like they're compatible. But the problem is that the Asian guys they don't have to protect their status. And black women are bigger. They're, they're more huskier than the Asian guys, so they wouldn't work together too well. So now that you understand all this stuff, this is why black people need a little bit of emotions, you know, just, yeah, yeah, high five, you know, like I emote a little bit and just, you know, just a little bit romance. The reason why they talk about romance is because they fit into the boyfriend-girlfriend frame. I guarantee you, you can still get a girlfriend just fine by being tall and black, only using the sexual connection. Fuck the romance. Justin Wayne has so few testimonials. Black Lives Matter makes John dress like a 90s rap culture. Exactly. John dressed like a brother. <laughs> I, I listen to music from the 90s. And <laughs> I listen to music from the 90s. And I love rap music. Not when Back then before it's called fucking hip hop. Like Tupac. And I don't like Biggie. Uh, Tupac. 
know, even Eminem was back then. And a lot of these different rappers, NWA, right? And there's also like Wu-Tang Clan, DMX. I listen to all that shit. It's not like a Black Lives Matter thing. It's more like all lives matter. Maybe somebody should say yellow lives matter too. Because nobody gives a fine fuck about yellow people. They're just like, <clears throat> they're the fucking bat eating, you know, people that spreads the virus. To them, that's how they're like. This is what happens during COVID-19. You have your model minority privileges revoked. You have your model minority privileges revoked. <clears throat> and it's great. One of my students are here, right? I'm not going to say who, but one of you already gotten married. Not married, but you've procreated one of you. I'm not going to say who. One of you have procreated here with a Latina. You're tall. You're five foot eleven, and with a little bit of darker skin. Exactly like I said. Whatever race you look like, you'd be more comfortable with. And height matters for Latinas. If you're a short Asian, they'll flake on you. They like protector stats. Wide hips, like big height or wide shoulders. It's all a science, guys. There's no theories behind what I'm saying. There's no spin. There's no theories. This is the first time a day game coach has called the black privilege ever. First time. So for this student, I remember he used to get picked on by self-proclaimed high lay counts guy. Every single day, mercilessly. Picked on, picked on, picked on all the fucking time. <clears throat> but however, when he trained under John Elite, guess what happened? <coughs> he kept getting results. <coughs> he kept getting results. Which is funny. Because you can't pick on a person who's already procreating and got results. So having said that, <coughs> update me with your results. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> got a cough. So I'm getting some laryngitis. <coughs> Been yelling at my students too much. So for black people, okay? Game is going to be extremely hard during COVID-19. Everything you do is going to get shut down just like very easily. Because we got to think about this way, okay? Just like you can see the economy has changed. A lot of the tactics, the red pill dating coaches, when they, te when they taught you shit, in the old days, they can just show you a few infields and turn you into sheeps. And when the sheeps have money, they worship. They shut down their brain. They have given up the procreation switch or the authority switch to these dating coaches. When sheeps have money, they like to spend it in the wrong places. So that's the peace time. The war time, however, has a different economy. Because when I was, you know, teaching, during a time, my copywriting or my marketing or whatever, I don't know how to market, but my copy, I have high income skills. It wasn't working as well around like March. This is where the lockdown starts to happen and I have to pivot. I have to change my business model and stuff. So there's a war time and peace time. It's the same with blacks. During peace time, women are so validated because they all have jobs because of survival value. All women had jobs before COVID-19. Because they want to support their stupid sheep colleges, which cost $50,000 a year. Now you can do it online, which is a complete scam. Because they're sheeps. And they want to look for a rich sugar daddy. 
However, women no longer have the survival value during COVID-19 because women are not coming back to the jobs. In the old days, women will work. Now, because of what we call SERBs, the payment is like Canada has a stimulus check. You still have to pay it back. It's called SERBs, C-E-R-B-S. I do not, I'm not under SERBs ever because I don't believe in socialism. But the problem is that women are getting $2,000 a month to spend on makeup, to spend on food, to spend on being whatever. So they look for a guy who has protector status. So if a woman has survival value, let's say they're working, they'll look for a guy who's taller and stronger all the time, replication value. Survival replication value. No matter what, you cannot spin this. And a lot of these dating coaches who are black looking or they're very like positive stereotypes, a lot of these dating coaches will deny their own value. They won't even talk about their own value. They'll try to spin about their looks or not up there. But if you look at someone like Brad Ass Kiss, who, whose arrow is exactly 72%, not me, 70%, he can get an 8 out of 10 just fine because that's still within the warm, hot tropic. If you go to 10 out of 10, then she's going to be resistant. Does that make sense? You may say he's ugly, but in reality, he's tall. His arrow is made of aluminum, okay? Aluminum. And if you worked out a little bit more, this thing will be bigger. However, that's enough to penetrate. 100 ladies in digging. And of course, after the COVID-19, I may consider going to different countries and filming 100 ladies for everyone. Maybe I'll even release it for free. Or maybe I'll make it a product. I don't fucking know. I'll show you. Maybe I'll go to the easiest country in the world. I'll go to Thailand. I don't care. I'll just bang a fucking 4 out of 10, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. I can bang them all. My golden ratio is 82%. And then afterwards, I'll come to the second easiest country in the world, which is called Berlin. After that, maybe Eastern Europe. But Vancouver is the hardest by far. It is an unforgiving place in Vancouver. There is no pre-selection for Asian men. Because all you see is tall white guys and Asian women. You don't see the other way around very often. You might see it once in a blue moon. Maybe once every single two weeks, you see one Asian guy and white girl couple. And they usually met in a college or they met from plenty of fish. Not Tinder, plenty of fish. They're looking for a relationship. Or maybe she has a social circle and she doesn't have a lot of friends. And she friends on all the goddamn Asian people. The fobs. And what happened was when she friends on them all, she eventually fell in love with one of them and they started hitting it off. That's how they get it. So in day game, there's no pre-selection for Asian men here. And, but there's no pre-selection in Vancouver for black men. Black men are not pre-selected here. There's not that many black people and black people only goes with black people. So if black people like Justin Wayne comes to Vancouver and challenge me, if you want one day, you're going to lose. In New York, I will lose because there's pre-selection for blacks over there in New York. New York is like a blackville. So that, I hope that makes sense. Some places are more pre-selected for certain races. And Eastern Europe is pre-selected for black men, especially Germany. By far, some of the places are more pre-selected. The protector status pre is so pre-selected because they're exotic. They're exotic. And because the one woman is like, oh, everyone in the goddamn tribe is white, 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 white. Oh, tall black. That's different. And she gets horny because he's tall and strong and different. He, some women want to venture out of their tribes.
just like the evolutionary psychology, there's always that one woman who wants to get the fuck out of their own tribe. And women do not know what they want until a tall, strong, black Negro walks in front of them with big muscles. And she, she might initially, online dating, says, I don't like black people. Negative stereotypes. However, in real life, she's like all excited. She is like now warm, hot traffic. Because women don't know what they want until it's in front of them. And when there's a tall black guy with a salami penis, right, that is like a fucking 12-inch penis, she gets a little bit excited. She gets a little bit excited. Um. Uh, let's see. What about Arab guys with muscles? Um, Vancouver is more rich and lots of Asians richer. Do they, they do real estate housing expensive. That is true. That's true. There's a lot of Asians, but the problem is that if there are more Asians who are negative stereotypes, so that affects the pre-selection. So if the white women are used to rejecting the Asian men, especially in Vancouver, the more Asian men that is feeling that Vancouver is kind of like more cockroaches or carp, the harder it is. So when I'm in an Eastern European country, because there's less Asians in there, it becomes a little bit easier. Does that make sense? But if there's more Asians, it becomes harder. So this is one thing you got to realize. There is no pre-selection of Asian men and white women in Vancouver. In Toronto, that's actually a very common to see a white woman with an Asian guy, like an Asian boyfriend. So somewhere in Toronto, this has a pre-selection. However, in Vancouver, it's the opposite. I used to have a wingman that had 15 fuck buddies. A lot of them are white girls, Latinas, and maybe one Asian. The girls are kind of ugly in my eyes. However, he could not get a girlfriend in Vancouver. He has a good personality. He's a nice guy. He has a good vibe. He has all those things. He has all this stuff. Social skills, not really. Great body language. But however, in Vancouver, he was not pre-selected. Handsome guy too, square jawed, five foot eleven. He always they always lie about their height. They always say they're five foot ten or what they're always five foot eleven. And in Toronto, he's killing it there. And he was so happy to have an ugly girlfriend. No offense to my wingman Superman, but he had an ugly girlfriend. That's why I, I told him that too. I'm pretty direct. But he was so happy because uh, women were into him. In Vancouver, he knows that he is a dead end. But for over there, he even if she wasn't the hottest, he was so happy at that time. He was so fucking happy. But it almost brought tears to his eyes. That's how they're treated. He's a really good-looking guy. He's really, really handsome. All women find him attractive, but he's delusional because he's sociopathic. Because they always deny their value. All sociopaths deny their value. This is why a lot of dating coaches like to deny their value. They don't want to talk about their protector status or their pre-selection. So that's one thing that black person can do. A black person can increase the social comfort, but during COVID-19, you will face resistance if you don't work out. You must keep your strength up. And you must deal with a lot of objections now. A lot of the black people will have to be good at like when I make that video, calling out the elephant in the room, statements of empathy. And you guys stop dressing like a black person. You guys dress like a whitewashed motherfucker who's out of the fucking tribe. You guys dress like a different type. You can't go in there dressing like fucking 90s rappers and shit and boring ass t-shirts and jeans and like Wakanda forever, right? No. You gotta fucking adapt. 
because any sort of fear, she's the woman's in a constant state of fear, and which is exactly like evolutionary psychology, because our system, our brain over here, there's a, there's a walnut here. It's called the amygdala. Just to make sure I'm not bullshitting you, you can Google it if you want to. Amygdala is what regulates the fight, flight, and freeze response. FFF. People are into freeze mode and into flight mode on 24-7. That's why they have a lot of cortisol being pumped into their body. Everyone's on edge. 38% of the people are having mental issues because they're not surviving. They're not thriving because I'm still thriving during this environment because I'm fucking intelligent as shit. And I practice my high income skills. They have not. The other marketers that red pill dating coaches during war times, or wartime and peacetime. In the past, the sheeps would spend as much money on RSD, all the famous dating coaches that are red pilling you. Now, however, this is wartime. I mean, this is wartime now, but during peacetime, they would spend as much money as possible because they're sheeps. But during wartime right now, they can only afford Johnny Elite's coaching because they know it works. And my students are getting results during COVID-19. Plus, they're goddamn Asian people too, right? To you guys, Asians, social skills. They're fucking getting results through social skills being Asian. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. They're getting girlfriends. Three students got a girlfriend. One Middle Eastern guy got a model girlfriend. This is—I'm just gonna spell the truth. I don't—I'm too tired to even think. To, I don't—I'm not gonna put on a mask. I don't give a shit about your mask. I don't—I don't wear a mask. I'm just gonna see as it is. Um, money is out of five. That's right, right. right. Asians are rise of K-pop, bro. You're gonna address that. Yes, East Asians do have a huge advantage. Black people always complain that they can't get women. Well, I'll talk about that. Asian men, rice bowl haircut puts the makeup to look feminine in Korean. Okay. Um, what Arab guy with muscles? Let's just go through all the questions, okay? So it doesn't matter if the Arab guys have muscles or not. It doesn't matter because most Arabs do not have that much muscles. They're kind of lean and they're tall. But in Eastern European, they're pre-selected because they're tall and they're alpha. Middle Eastern people are rapists. And you're like, what the fuck did you just say, John? Middle Eastern people are like in Eastern Europe, in Germany, and a lot of places, rape women. White women. Swedish women. They just rape, rape. That's like, a lot of Indians are like that too. So, in India, they'll rape a woman, gang rape her, and then put like glass in her pussy, and then she dies. And that's the ritual. But because they're so used to being for Middle Eastern, act, they're not rapists, not, like, not the POAs. But however, there's a lot of that happening and a lot of that stereotype because that's more of an alpha, sorry, that's more of an alpha male sort of behavioral pattern. I'm not saying it's good. I'm not condoning it. But women find that more alpha and that becomes more, um, you know, alpha male in the tribe because they don't give a shit. They have this personality that take what they want. Women are attracted to that. So that's how they got their SMV. Hope that answers the question. It all relates to that. It doesn't change. Give it a thumbs up if you guys are liking how fucking real and raw this is. Because I'm not going to spin anything. And I don't even care about calling out my own race. There's no mercy here. And you can see with COVID-19, a lot of your privileges are revoked. There is no mercy here. This is like the real shit. Okay? So, um... 
Let's see here. John dressed like a brother. Okay, we covered that. Black life matter making John dress like a 90s rap culture. Caucasian and Japanese women afraid of Af African and American men. Caucasian and Japanese women are afraid of African American men. Well, you got to think about um, for Japanese women, they'll be more into Indians than they'll be into blacks. The Usually the white-skinned women, the Eastern Koreans or Japanese, they'll be typically more into white guys because white to them is right. They don't even have a second option, which race. But they don't like their own race. They'll choose anyone. So if the woman's like a Filipina and she has darker skin, but she cannot get that white guy because she repulsed him by his by her skin color. She'll go for the second highest. You know, maybe blacks or maybe like um, East Indians or Pakistanis. Hope that makes sense. She'll go for anyone, Latinos, anyone who is not Asian men. That's how unpreselected Asian men are. One in five um, Asian men are not going to procreate. 56% of Asian women that are born in America for some unknown fucking reason are marrying white guys. So we're basically, if you're going to marry these, these Asian students of mine, if you're going to marry Asian women and live in America, you're farming your daughter for a tall, creepy white man with a receding hairline. I hate to say that, but that's just true. Okay. Um, all lives matter, yes. Indian men must stop eating curry and spicy. I actually like Indian food. So, yeah, but maybe don't eat, like, assimilate. The problem with Indian men is that they have to assimilate. Sorry, I know it's getting itchy. They have to start assimilating because a lot of Indian men, they cook their fucking curry, like one of my students, and the whole building is like, what the fuck is that smell? Stop cooking that shit. So I taught him during elite 60 how to cook Western food, and he likes it more than Indian food. He's like, John, your cooking is like 96%. If I had to rate 98%, 96 it's like, is this better than Indian food in your restaurant? It's like, way better. It doesn't even compare. He's like, holy shit, man. I didn't know you can cook so well. Well, I was teaching him some of the skills that he needed. I like Indian food. So, you know, that's just me. That's just me. You know? And what is London's national favorite dish? Okay? Um, I'm just going to turn off the lights. My nose is getting really itchy. I don't know why. Every time it happens. Okay. So, for Indian food. Is London's favorite food actually and for Indians right their favorite pastime food is what Chinese food and they call us chinkies <laughs> they really call us chinkies that's that's what their nickname is for Asians so rice bowl haircut put on makeup look feminine and Korean I know it looks feminine as fuck right and when you look at k-pop artists okay? k-pop artists do not have the pre-selection I know that I mean do not have the protector status they're a lot skinnier Koreans actors have the protector status. They're tall and they're strong, but however, the pre-selection, the concept is very strong because they have found a way to make skinny, pretty boy Asian types attractive to pretty teenage girls. <laughs> I, I, I know that doesn't make sense, but when you're a pretty teenage girl, at that particular time, they'll listen to K-pop so, or they've been exposed to K-pop. So they'll know about the culture because they know about the culture. Now they're seen in a good standing. But you're wondering how come Asian men are not using the protector status like Hollywood actors? They don't give a fuck. You can be a Hollywood actor or a model or a strong Asian guy. You can swipe right on Tinder like another model said, Kevin Kreider. 
He'd been swiping for two weeks and he didn't get a single fucking match. Being a good looking, square jawed, Hollywood looking model. So, but the K pop, the pre selection in evolutionary psychology, because when other women see other, I mean, girls see other girls like K pop, they're automatically going to like K pop artists. Even though it's feminine, it is still considered masculine. That's where pre selection comes in. So, totally makes sense. Um, black people always complain that they can't get women. Um, it depends on black people. Black people have the highest SMV, or not the highest, but ne next to white, but they don't know how to utilize the SMV. Just like I said with the other student, he pulled 80 times. The biggest weakness of black people is that they have no ability to build social comfort. They have no ability to build social comfort. And because of that, Okay, it's just my other student, so he's gonna get Chino. He's a black student, but he looks like a white guy, like Meghan Markle. He has he left out genetically, but he's a little bit short. I'm gonna get him late. So, cool. all right, right. Lifestyle is more important than money. Sure, because lifestyle fits in under status. Okay, um, girls like masculine. Well, it depends. Like, I hope that answers your question. Why n? John, you need active super chat, bro. I would 100% support. Yeah, but money is not a problem for me. Like, you know, it's fucking, um, what, what do they call it? There's many different chats where they you can put, like, money and they give $5 here and there. I don't give a shit. John is the only dating coach because I'm not red-pilled and teaching you guys the truth. I'm still getting clients and I'm still getting students late. They're not getting any fucking students late in day game. They don't even know how to get them late in day, day game because it's COVID-19. Because Red Pill does not have enough skills to get them late. Social skills and social calibrations is what's getting the students late. Okay, next one. Um, let's see. Do you have examples of Asian men who have done well in the West dating white women in Arab? <coughs> Go to my site, www. Uh, johnelite.com and go to my homepage, okay? Asian Neil. I can guarantee you that you see more testimonials than any other day game coach in the world combined. I am the current world leader by so much. I have over, if there's a second place, I have more than 50 times the amount of testimonials that they have. 50. And I have, like, compared to Brad Asis, I have close to over a hundred times. No, not a hundred times, 400 and something. He only got like two testimonials or one. That's the difference between us. So hopefully that, um, yeah, this page, check it out. Uh, is there example Asian men? Okay. Uh, how will you show lifestyle though? It's very simple. You want to use an Instagram, okay? With a good Instagram. Can you guys still see me? I can't see myself. Okay, I see myself. You want a good Instagram that shows that lifestyle because you can still, with the Instagram closed, you can still turn things from uh, warm traffic or cold traffic to warm, warm to hot. Even if she's on your Instagram, every single time you post a new picture that shows lifestyle or pre-selection, right, you are slowly warming up the traffic. It's almost like an email list. It's like an email list. So for the guys being flaked on, especially one of my students recently, just by a white woman. And I, I wrote a blog post about that. 
he called her out because she she was like making excuses not to meet him. And that's what happens when he's not pre-selected. Especially when he does not have the pretty boy look. So that's why I told him to work on his protector status, to build up the muscles. If he doesn't build up the muscles, and he was very short, he had to wear elevator shoes. This is the problem with some of the Asian students. They don't want to work on the arrow theory. They, the kill zone for Asian is if you're not good enough looking, you're not pretty boy type, you're not tall or you're not really buffed, you're fucked. Go for Asian women. Otherwise, don't complain. That's just how life is. It's evolutionary psychology. Okay? Asians are exotic in Berlin too. Um, what was number one spot in day game in the world? Grossy Asians and exotic can be totally pre-selection. They're out there. Anime is getting popular. Okay, that's a very good question. It's a very multi-loaded question. Um, the best place, it doesn't mean Berlin automatically is um, pre-selected for Asian men. But the truth behind Berlin is exactly the same thing that's happening with COVID-19 right now with the women. Okay? So imagine this, okay? Because this is going to make more sense to you in your entire life, all of you. Why is Berlin the easiest place on earth? Do Berlin have like a socialism? Yes or no, guys? Of course. Because they're socialist piece of shit. Socialism. Because Berlin has free money, their universities are free, you get free health care. The difference is that you have to give up all your rights. They'll give you a free apartment, free free um, education, okay? All that's free if you accept a little bit of money rather than make it more like capitalism. So that's how Berlin works. So all the women already have survival value. You see that? So they look for replication value. They're bored. They just want to fuck because their money is already taken care of. They'd look for height, muscles, and all that shit. So they just want to fuck. A lot of the, this is what they don't tell you. Berlin, most of the women there, although it is not really shown, are 90% of them, I would say most of them, are hipsters. They're hipsters that are kind of into Asians. You see these girls with like dyed hair or blue or pink or whatever, fuck, into anime and shit, as you were saying. They're into the other alternative culture. So there is some pre-selection. So that's one place that Asian men are treated well. Is definitely that place. But if there are many Asian men in the same place, it becomes harder. So for example, if you saw Poland, but you saw a bunch of Asian people there and they started flooding or, or whatever race, it becomes harder. It's only easier when you're the only one of that particular race. If there are others like you who are negative stereotypes, the pre-selection goes down. The exotic factor goes down. In every culture, they like height and they like muscles. But Eastern Europe is a little bit more friendly to Asian men. Toronto is another place that is friendly to Asian men. And California is a little bit friendly to Asian men. So these there are pockets of resistance around the world. But there are some places that are not that friendly to Asian men. They're not that friendly. Okay? People might think, well, Ukrainian girls love Asian men and K-pop. They don't because there's so many tourists there. So they'll be more into, because there's so many Indians and Asians flooding the place, it becomes 
convoluted. So they don't have the pre-selection anymore. And the women are already attractive there. Poland, not super easy, not super hard. But like I said, height seems to cut through every culture in Eastern Europe. Tall, you got to work on your SMV. You got to be tall, pretty boy, pre-selected. If you can be that kind of type, you do okay. Australia is a place that's very friendly towards Indians. If you're Indian, you're in Australia, you don't need that much game because you're exotic. In Australia, all the women look like Margaret, whatever her name is, you know, that Harley Quinn. That woman, they all look like her. Because they all look like her, they're all 8 out of 10s. They're just never 9s or 10s. In Australia, since everyone is goddamn white and racist, exoticness equals more attractive. It doesn't mean for Asians in Sydney, it's not as easy. In Sydney, they're racist as shit there. You're going to get your ass handed to you when you're in Sydney and you're doing day game. You'll be okay with night game and all these other games. But in day game, unless you're going for Asian women or just pretending to be like, you know, getting some phone number closes for videos, Sydney is not as friendly as Melbourne. Melbourne is very friendly towards Asian. This is like that Berlin. This is like the hipsters of Australia. I hope that makes sense. So there are pockets of resistance. Like I said, Toronto, California, there are some places where they treat Asian men okay because there is a pre-selection. But in Vancouver, is the opposite. This is the closest place to an execution. This is where I developed my game for Asian men. This is the closest place. If you go out on the weekend, you will see over 100 white men and Asian women couple. You'll be reminded of Darwinism every single time you go out. Not good for your inner game. Not good for your inner game. But, but when you're in Toronto, you see Asian men and white women. And that's common. So pre-selection is important and exotic factors are important. Height always matters. Protect your status. If you're above five foot nine, just like my student there. I won't say who. Who's already procreated. He's five foot eleven. Asian guy with a Latina. Height does matter in dating. It matters a lot. And if you want to compensate, you want to get like an Instagram that is showing lifestyle and pre-selection, I will not give away all the other algorithms because the inner circle knows them. I do not teach it to the public. But there's other ways to boost your value. Money is only out of five. That's true. But for Asian men, any sort of value that you can get, you fight for it. And this watch, this is not a cheap watch here. It looks, this is probably the ugliest looking watch you've ever seen in your life. It looks like a McDonald's toy. But a Richard Mill, a watch like this goes for $250,000 US or $300,000, $350,000. So it's not like a fucking, it's not like a toy. Okay, so, but women know that. So I hope all this is starting to bring a lot of clarity. To why do black people have so much advantages? So these black dating coaches are saying, oh yeah, they're not initially into me. That's the problem. Justin Wayne, yeah, he has a low golden ratio. That's another thing I want to talk about. Every single person has a golden ratio, algorithm of your face. And who is the most beautiful woman in the world? SMV value. Oh, um, Berliner girls are beautiful. They're not that beautiful. They're kind of like big bone. Berlin girls have very, very big fucking thighs. I don't know why. Germans have big fucking thighs. They're tall. And they're kind of blonde. And not all of them are really that attractive. And a lot of them in Berlin are older people. Berlin is a country. I've only been to Berlin twice. But 
you know, for two days and I had to leave. But for Berlin, most of the people there are very old. You wouldn't believe it. Everyone's like either way too old and there's a few younger people in their 20s or whatever, but they're old, old fucking people or hipsters that doesn't shower. And that's what makes it easier because the alternative culture, they'll be more woke. They'll be more into like Black Lives Matter. Or they'll be more into the, all this anime shit. They'll be more into all this other shit. They're more open-minded because they already got the money handled. They just want to fuck. So Berlin is a great place, but it's a very, it's a place that takes a lot of tax away from you, like 50% or something. So whatever you make there in socialismville, they take away that. So it's not exactly a friendly place for entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurship is very looked down upon in Berlin. There's only a small pocket of resistance. Just so much. Um, Thailand girls like Chinese guys, possibly. I've never been to Thailand, but I might go there. I might go there. And I'm not into like Thailand girls. I just go for the white girls or backpackers or something. It'd be easier. Um, sum up your first hour. I missed it. Um, yeah, like I'm saying, just like you, Mills, who has like very high SMV. Um, I'm just saying everything's protector status and pre-selection, just like what you have. And you go for Asian girls. You don't have any game. That's why I basically said. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're good looking or not. You're all seven out of tens. You're in the seven range. So Denzel Washington, every single actor out there, Wakanda Forever, they all have seven out of tens. That's why I said and below. I said Africans are different because Africans are not slaves that have been in the United States in the boat. Therefore, they're more like Asperger's like. They're more like a technical jobs, medical jobs. So they have to earn their way here. But they're skinny as fuck. They don't have the protector status. And they never want to work out for some unknown fucking reason. Okay. I also talked about um, survival and replication value. Hood rats are into guys who are rappers because the rappers have money. Because they're hood rats and they're fucking gangsters who have drug money. And that's what makes them excited because they're more alpha and they have money. But if they go to jail, them bitches ain't loyal. That's why I said. I also talk about the arrow theory. Okay. Your eyes were black. Do I think Pig is dead? I think RSD fuck up the industry. Um, Hey, are you the guy who basically would not make me a testimonials, Laurie Grew? Are you one of those guys I need to call out and shit? Are you Justin Wayne? I have a feeling you're Justin Wayne. Are you Justin Wayne? You're just pretending with your voice to sound like, hey, how's it going? I'm not stupid. Are you Justin Wayne? Okay, I hope you're not. Did I kick you all the inner circle? Make me a video testimonial. I hate it when black students don't, are so ungrateful they won't make me a video testimonial. Anyways, let's continue. Uh, yes, Africans use affirmative action and become doctors and engineers. We don't care about racism. We are less sensitive. Exactly. So everything I'm saying is backed up by what the students are saying. So what we see about arrow theory is very simple, okay? Um, if your height is tall for arrow theory, okay? So a white person will have a, like a metal or aluminum arrow. It'll pierce through easier because their SMV is higher. Automatic girlfriends and shit. Black people will still have like a material that's very tough. Asians will have very brittle wood, and they're shorter. So basically for your arrow, the black arrow, the face may not be that good looking. However, the arrow is very long and tall. And this is where the muscles come in. I talk about how the feather means how much protector status you have. And I'm talking about how a lot of people, the black people, 
whenever they get results from my training, they're always on the fucking diet. When they're on the diet, the arrow, the feather gets thinner. When the feather gets thinner, it's harder to penetrate. They start to lose their results because black people depend on just vibing over the line. A little bit of emotions and a lot of muscles. And they get over the line of fuckability. But the problem is that when they get over that line, their vibe gets better, so they get more laced. But then afterwards, when they lose their muscle mass and they're black, they lose the penetration ability. And I'm also talking about if you're too fat, if you're black and you're chubby, it will not work because the arrow does not fly. It's heavy and it doesn't pierce easily. You just get chubby white women. That's what I'm saying about the arrow theory. And that's very different because the Asian arrows are very much smaller and thinner. Like a, you might say small dicks, this and that, but it's just, I don't have a small dick. I have a, I have a very, my dick is thicker like a can of Pepsi. Anyways, but however, for other Asian people, they have a smaller arrow. They don't have a good going ratio. They don't have the height. It'd be harder to penetrate. Hope that makes sense. So if it's longer, it can still penetrate. That's why height is very important for Asian men. Like one of my students over here who procreated, he's five foot eleven. How come the students are matching everything that Johnny Lee is saying? Because everything Johnny Lee is telling you is the truth. There is no spin involved. Every single thing I'm telling you here has matched with all the student results here. And lottery grew over here. It's a tall black Negro. He's a tall black Negro who got three ladies even from YouTube Live, but you don't want to make a video testimonial. I think that's fucking... Um, you're, you're a piece of shit, Laurie Gru. I'll read out your testimonials along with all the other blacks who don't want to give me a testimonials. And one thing about black students is that they're the most ungrateful students. They're always sheep. They always worship other predecessors like Justin Wayne. You know, they, they love to worship because they can't worship me because they realize when they got results with Johnny Lee's game or John Wayne's game, they're like, oh, fuck, I just drank bat soup. Or I just ate some fucking dog meat. <sighs> what the fuck? I can't give him a testimonial. My Justin Wayne's dick is up my ass. I'm, I'm looking, you know, I'm a big fan. My brain shut down because I saw the infields and, and I got this a procreation switch, an authority switch. Yeah, maybe you should actually make me a video testimonial. You know, there's so many of you that are just fucking ungrateful or a complete black sheep. That's why I call it black sheep. There's the Bencho sheep who are Indians and the RSD sheep who are Asian, most cases. But the black sheep are Justin Wayne dick lickers. And Justin Wayne, the reason why he doesn't have any like, results showing now, because he was using seeking arrangements. So Justin Wayne was using money game. You see that? This, this Negro was using money game. So now he cannot pay the women because he made it to an acting exercise. You, hey, you show up, right? And then, you know, you just pretend that you're not into me and stuff and we'll film something. And, but he converted them because he was the boss. He had the status and the money. And he's like, bitch, okay, we fucking shit, right? I converted you. But however, you want to stay with me? You want more money? You have to go up the escalation ladder. See that? First, you'll give me your Instagram password and your Facebook, and then you keep moving up the list until I possess you like a sociopath. That's how I operate. But then COVID-19 happened, just like that Brazilian. Everything got sucked out of that. Now you realize damn Brazilian, somebody else was paying for all this shit. Just like you dumb fucks were paying for all this shit. And when Justin Wayne made this program called Negro Mastery, or Pickup Mastery, Negro Mastery, when you try to do that shit, it didn't work. And when John Wayne at the time, John Wayne, 
released a product called Elite 30 two weeks before Justin Wayne. Justin Wayne got zero testimonials still, zero lays for the product. And John Wayne and John Elite had over 400 something. He got over, I got over 200 fucking testimonials because of Elite 30. So my mental filter is better than their mental bullshit. So when black people, they might say they're not black. I'm a different race. I'm this race, right? Because of my accent. No, no, you're black, dude. If you look black, you're black. Negro game is not that transferable except to other blacks, whites, Latinos, and Middle Easterns. These guys, as you can see in the skew results, as I post them YouTube Live, they get automatic girlfriends. So this is why these dating coaches who looks like Negroes try to spin all emotions because a little bit of emotions will get them over the line because they already have an 8 out of 10 SMV. And this is why the muscles are very important. And when they say they're not good looking, well, what is their golden ratio? You ever wonder what is their golden ratio? When the dating coaches say that I'm not good looking and the women are more attractive than they are for universal attractive rating, the question is what is their actual golden ratio? I know Justin Wayne's golden ratio is 64%. 62% when he was fat. I know every dating coach is going racial. Red ass kiss, 70%. So if he's getting 70 or 80, right, it's still within the hot traffic or hot and warm. That means he can get AL 10. I know all, all my students, like right now, all the students will have to submit their golden ratio. So they will know if they're dealing with cold, warm, or hot. Black people are always dealing with warm traffic because of the protector status and pre-selection and the muscles, the women always get excited, sexually excited. And even if I had like an 82% golden ratio for the face, the face is the physical, this is the attractive for the face. But this is the sexual attractiveness right here. This is different. The height, muscles, the arrow. Maybe this one is bigger than the arrow here. And this is the reason why brass kiss, being a tall arrow, white can penetrate sometimes and miss sometimes because he has a high golden ratio. He's 70 percent so you can get seven eight out of ten that's why he gets all dating coaches gets women that are exactly on their going ratio so when you th start to think like oh my god he's getting results so much greater they're ugly well let me ask you a question if they're ugly and all blacks no offense day gamers are below seven out of ten and they're all ugly but they're strong and tall and women are into them and you don't know why because that defeats the black pill looks theories and the jawbone theories and all that shit. If they're into the muscles and height and the protector status pre-selection, then who's right? Because I got so many black student results more than anyone. Even Justin Wayne's black, you can even get a black student late. He only got uh, only instructors that are black or black looking gets late on his training. And he has an instructor that looks like the predator with a big dreadlocks and shit. That's all he can get late. He was a strong guy with protector status. That's it. That's not even game. That is something else. And when black people, when you lose your protector status and you lose all that arrow theory in COVID-19, they no longer think that, you know, this is war time. This is not peace time. This is not like black dick time. You lose your black privilege. Guess what happens? You, it becomes harder in the game because you're wearing a mask over your black ass looking, you know, bald, tall, strong head. Now you're walking around scaring the shit out of people. And this is what's evolutionary psychology. You can't defeat it. It doesn't, it doesn't change. Society can change, but these concepts will never change.
Now I explained everything. Let me see any more questions. Um, if Johnny Lee was black, he would be 10 times more popular. Yeah, exactly. Rappers aren't rich. Most live in poor government housing projects and pays rent. Rappers is true. Most rappers, they actually get like an industry fee. So what happens is that the industry, whenever they work for a label company, will give them an advance of 2 or $3 million. So what do these black rappers do? They start buying these kind of watches because it's $250,000. And they'll be like, I'll put that on my check. So they'll use this stuff in their rap videos. And then the, the record label gets a big cut of that. They don't make that much money. They get whatever is left over after taxes from the government. So for the gross. So they don't, rappers are not as rich as they look. They have some money if they're mega popular, but there's a lot of them that falls between the cracks. I hope that makes sense. But they look rich, so the women are into them. Um, so, yeah, you were saying about Aerothere. Yeah, exactly. Affir affirmative action, like he says, yes. Doctors and engineers. That's exactly what's happening. Um, I, I think you're paranoid of Justin Wayne. We don't fear that man. God is on his side. I don't care about Justin Wayne. I'm not paranoid about Justin Wayne. I don't think he has any game because just like Dan Brazilian, as soon as COVID-19 hits, his whole funnel of bringing women from seeking arrangements and job scams has collapsed. Now he can't bring them back into this funnel because the sheeps are not manipulated. I'm not afraid of Justin Wayne. But, yeah, I just suspect the other student was him because he infiltrated inner circle. And he, he doesn't really have that many pictures on his Facebook. I remember Justin Wayne showing up in my infields and trying to take credit for shit, trying to steal credit. And I say, listen, you didn't close a woman in less than 15 or 10 minutes, pulling two blondes and banging one in the bathroom. So shut the fuck up, Justin. Shut the fuck up. You can't do that. You can't do that. Huh. Let's see. Uh, okay, I want demolish Justin Wayne and picking out women. Yeah, one of these days we should. You come to Vancouver or something, challenge me. There's no pre-selection here. He'll beat me in New York, but I'll beat him here. So, <coughs> I want to call Ice Evan Justin Wayne. His real legal name. Well, actually, his real name is called um. It starts with the N. I cannot say here because I can't review that kind of information legally on YouTube. But he does have a real name. I can just say two initials. Y-N. No, I mean like N. M-M-N. He said his name on his channel before. M-N. That's his real name. My real name is not John Wayne or John Elite. It is Gary. My real name is Gary. I don't go by that name. So... Um, why them? Wow, for what? Why are you protecting Justin? I don't know why he did. I don't know about him, like that, not protecting him. White people always be on top. <clears throat> That's the thing. A lot of Asians are still bitter about white people on top because Asians are like, well, we used to have Genghis Khan or we used to be Viet Congs, but they're just holding on to the pride that white people have dominated for so many generations. White people continue to dominate because white people have the most facial expressions. White people are the most expressive 
Black people are only half expressive. The more expressive a race is, the more influence and control they have. And I know that sounds kind of weird, but that's one observation. When you look at white people, they're very expressive when they talk. Black people are a second. That's why Justin Wayne and all these other people that black people, they like to be expressive. And also, I'm not saying their IQ is higher because Jewish has the highest IQ. But white people seems to have some kind of SMV advantage all the time. There's a white privilege does exist. They're into that. And I'm not exactly sure why. Is it the looks? Maybe they also have the looks over the black people. <clears throat> but Latinas are decent looking too, but they don't look as good as the white women. They look similar. They have curvy bodies. But white people, for some reason, they're always on top. It's just how it is. You look at online dating. This is a, this is a statistic. White people have the most response rates. So when you look at, um, you know, who's that guy who, who fucked you over? Okay. For my student, remember a seek, seeking arrange. What's his name? High lay count guy. Yeah. That motherfucker. When you look at his student testimonials, I think he has 12 now or something. 12 is nothing. I got like 85 or 84. And we're talking about over 400. They get repeat results. All his students, except for one, are all fucking white people. So it goes to show for online dating, white people has the highest SMB. So if he's bragging about white people, just pressing numbers on a calculator for Tinder, what if Tinder actually has an app on the Play Store that it'll swipe right for you and then it'll set up the dates for you? Then what game is there? There is no game. There is no pickup. Tinder does not count as results. And if white people are that pre-selected and he's bragging about it, why would anyone brag about stupid shit like that? It's like, play, it's like a calculator app that just sort of does his shit and white people benefit. And the only testimonials he has outside of a white person is a black person. So it goes to show there is a white privilege. There is a white privilege. So it shows how dominant my coaching is because it works for other students. You might be like, oh, yeah, I got 100 students later. Uh, they have 100 lay count. Well, you look at my best student. That's 150 lay count day game. Like, at, at that time, he has more now. But with my coaching, 150. You're like, oh, yeah, on Tinder, I have one student with 45 lays. Well, I have a Chinese student with 60 lays. So shut the fuck up. He might have been hit the other guy's student too. But he also learned from Johnny Elite's Instagram secrets algorithm. They might use his tax game by using Johnny Elite's pictures and algorithms. He crushed it. So, John's smarter. John's day game's harder. That's why it's so hard for him to get Asian men testimonials for any of them. He probably has like zero. Like day game testimonials, he probably has close to like maybe one or two for all the students or zero. Just all online. Doesn't even count. At least night game, right? At least night game is pickup. So, let's see. Now we're both on Team Elite. Excellent. Um, white girls give me the most attention for some reason. Mills, you are a black person who's priest. Oh, yeah. So, for black men, right? They have a big pre-selection with white women. I forgot to mention that. That's why white women give you the most attention. Because that's a very common parent. A lot of black men don't even like their own... Black women. All these black women are like, you know, this guy's a buster, right? He's always going for them white girls. He doesn't like the strong, you know, 
the strong, sexy sisters, you know, because we have this personality that's like too much. They're jealous. No, it's because that's a very common pairing. So if you always see black men with white women and you're in Eastern Europe where there's not a lot of black men, they're going to have a huge pre-selection with white women. Huge fucking pre-selection. We're not talking about Africans, but we're talking about like, you know, a confident black guy. There has so much pre-selection, it's going to be insane. It wouldn't even be game. If they lose the muscles, they'll lose the arrow. It'll be tough. The COVID-19 is going to make it tough again. Because nobody trusts black people after like the wartime. The wartime, after the, all the looting. And right now, they don't want to risk their health to bang a black guy. Even black women are still thinking, because I was teaching a student, he's using black Tinder, they're still debating whether or not it's worth catching COVID-19 over this black guy just for sex. So a lot of women are delaying sex because they're not sure. They don't want to catch it and pass it on to other people around them. So I'm just spitting some real truth here. Um, the media. In real life, black men are the most sought after sexually. Just look around. Um, sexually, white men are. White men are. But black men come like in a close second. Latinos, because of the media, because of Donald Trump calling out uh, Latinos and using ICE and transporting them all the fucking United States back to Mexico. They have, they have lowered a little bit of the SMV advantage of Latinos. So before Trump, Latinos were way up there in the SMV. They close, they get automatic girlfriend. So you can see certain races will have certain girlfriends automatically. So when they try to spin the information, and deny evolutionary psychology. And I'm just showing you before my student results. The black students get a girlfriend easily. The white students, the Middle Easterns, and Latinos all the time. It's automatic. You don't even need game. You just you don't need, you don't need emotions. And they might be think, thinking, oh, a person's personality is not so good, so therefore the woman doesn't stay around. I remember remember when you banged that woman in the bathroom in less than 10 minutes or 15 minutes. How the fuck will she know my personality? She left afterwards. The other 18-year-old that I banged, that you saw on my site, or she's the one, you know, you see the lay pick, and then I did the same day lay across seven cities. She left right afterwards. She's 5'11". A guy like me does not always fit into the boyfriend frame. So it doesn't even matter how good your personality is. Neither did my wingman Superman, who had 15 fuck buddies. He did not fit into the boyfriend-girlfriend frame in Vancouver. So <clears throat> this is the problem with these value deniers. They believe that they are not black. They look black, and they have the black SMV because they look like it. So they pretend that they get girlfriends that, because they're emotions. In reality, just by a little bit of emotions, gets them over the line. And that's another thing. Sometimes if you use alcohol and shit, that's not a game. So for black people, if you use alcohol because you cannot build attraction, and one of my students closed that way, that's not game. That's just wrestling with her with your with your muscles and stuff. That's not game. So don't do that. I'm black American from in good for you. I've seen black men get rejected so many times in front of me. Oh yeah, that's also another true thing though. Black men, <clears throat> the ones who don't know how to build social comfort. That means they don't know how to break their negative stereotypes. They don't know how to connect. I'm not talking about connection, not some gay fucking social connection, because 
that's what some people will talk about. Connection is connect. No, if they cannot build social comfort, like natural, naturals are very chilled and relaxed. If they cannot build social comfort with women, guess what happens? They'll get rejected right away. And this is what I've noticed. I was day gaming one of my students. Okay. He didn't see me for a long time. He said, John, how's it going? I saw you on Facebook and stuff. You're teaching a lot. This is way back then. This guy's face looked exactly like Justin Wayne, but he was African. He was African. He's six foot six, not six foot like, you know, not. I know Justin Wayne's real height. I know everything about him. But he had the same face, the same tooth gap. When I dig in with him, you know what happened with the women? All of the white women were attracted. And I was like, what the fuck? They're all dancing or they're pretending to be offended, but they're just wet down there. That's what's it like. Women are all wet for black men. But they may say they don't like black men, but their evolutionary psychology in their system are completely drenched down there for black men. And yes, some do get rejected a lot because not all black men are positive stereotypes. You, when you got the serious black men or you got the unpre... There's different type of black men. Not all black day gamers automatically are good because a lot of Justin Wayne's fans are so sociopathic they cannot connect with women. They're autistic. They're creepy. So a lot of Justin Wayne fans will have this glazed overlooking eyes in the students. They're all dumb looking Negroes. They look like they have a 70 or 60 IQ like this. And they just keep talking about how Justin Wayne's awesome. So that's how it is. And when you see these guys like Brian Black or something, I can't believe his last name is Black. But he's like six foot six or something. I'm not knocking him. But I don't think he has that much skills. I really don't. They just have to stand there, do their thing, swing their dick in a circle, and the white women will grab onto it and then just pull them back home. That's how it is. There is an attraction. You can see animalistic attraction. They'll deny it. They'll say, oh, it's not that. It's my game. But there is a warm traffic or hot traffic. But the problem with the warm or hot traffic is that the attraction can go up really high. So it's called a BT spike. My face is at least 9 out of 10. I told you, 7 out of 10. Okay? You're 7 out of 10. Um, the autistic black learning from Justin. Exactly. They're usually autistic. So for those students, they're retarded. So what was I saying? Uh, I haven't seen a pickup. So. Neanderthal genes. Yeah. That's why they're attracted to you. Because you have Neanderthal genes. Exactly what I said. Um, So for black men, if this is the value scale, in the beginning, they get a lot of attraction. Maybe we can change the color here. You get a ton of attraction here. They're like, oh, yeah. So in the beginning, before the social comfort stage, where when you're talking with her for six or seven minutes or eight minutes, you reach a stage of social comfort. Of course, Justin Lane likes to build social comfort first. But fuck him. But the point is this. In the beginning... For a black man, there's a ton of attraction. This is what they call a BT spike. BT spike. It means a buying temperature. So that buying temperature is always up there. It's always up in the hot traffic. As soon as a Negro or a Negro-looking guy walks right into the day game, they're going to get a hot traffic because that's the buying temperature is way up there. 
This is why they use a lot of emotions for these black guys because they want to spike her emotions to get over the line. So this is called BT spike. But once you BT spike, you have to switch over to social comfort later on. Without the social comfort, you know, it's it's not like a boxing match anymore. It's not about emotions, boxing, flirting. Flirting is like a hook, right? Right cross is like a like a tease. This is like a jab conversation. Now, I can't really do this because this watch is too expensive to be doing this uppercuts of touch. And the problem with Justin Wayne's game is that there's too much flirting and there's too much uppercuts, too much touching. Boom, boom, boom. Okay? And because of that, blacks have to focus more on connection and friendly counter negative stereotype. And being dom. Exactly. You have to be dominant, but at the same time, you have to be able to build enough trust. And this is why statements of empathy is very important. Just like when I give the advice about COVID-19, how to open these statements of empathy, call the elephant in the room. You know, I know it's random. You're probably not expecting a tall, um, you know, strong black guy, a chocolate in your life <laughs> talking to you. But I just was curious about you. I know it's COVID-19 and you're probably thinking we're all looting and shit, but we're not. <laughs> I swear I am an engineer. What's your name? My name is whatever. I know. Don't be scared of me. <laughs> and she says, okay, and then she'll talk to you. That's how blacks can get over it. You might actually have to call everything out in the room. That's how you do it. So the problem with the blacks is that they have too much BT spike in the beginning. The women is just dancing. When you when you see blacks next to white girls or teenage girls, they automatically start dancing their body like a rap music video. Because that's what they see. And they're excited. That's why they the skinny white girl who's like fucking like 16 or 17 years old is just dancing like that. That's how they think. The stupid bird brains. They just into black guys. Because that's what they see in the pre-selected music videos. Like when they see Migos and they see all this black people with Versace shit. They're selling Versace, Versace. And then the BT spike, the problem is what goes up must come down. So later on for blacks, the reason why they get rejected is they don't get rejected in the beginning. They get rejected at this point before the social comfort because they don't know how to actually connect with women. They don't have any social skills. They have social skills. And that's why it doesn't work. But the problem with Justin Williams saying, oh, yeah, go right to that social comfort here and then just social comfort it. You don't have, and the reason why Justin Williams does not tease and flirt as much, or he, he flirts a lot and touches a lot, the reason why he doesn't tease is because black people already are dealing with hot traffic or warm traffic. So he doesn't need to tease. You only tease when she becomes... So if a girl gives you attitude, she goes from warm to cold. So she'd be like, you always talk to girls like that all the time? No, but I talk to like hot girls like that. So maybe that's not related to you. And then she goes back to warm. <laughs> because now you're, you're giving her a right cross. Boom! But he doesn't need to do that because they're into black guys. Black guys need to just do social comfort. But that's the problem. Because his game was built upon like a scam, funnels, and seeking arrangements is not transferable. And when you try to learn other black-looking people's game, which is built on alcohol, it's just all alcohol when they close. Just wrestle with her. When you have a game like that, all of this romantic shit is just disqualified because there's not enough comfort. And if they sexualize it, then they can get the real objections out rather than using alcohol to, you know, get rid of the objections. That's why black-looking people cannot build down my trust. That does not work. That's not game. 
when you use alcohol to close. That is called rape. That's rape. Like that is a systematic rape wrestling with her in a country that is lawless. And that's how black people or black looking people think. But the thing is, you have to deal with objections when you're black. Because there's going to be a lot of objections. <clears throat> but you can't BT spike it completely. You can't touch your way out, you know, of the day game interaction. You can't just touch all day. That's creepy. That's not transferable. And if you're flirting all day with romantic sexual shit, it's because black people fit into the frame of a boyfriend-girlfriend frame. So if the students who are still positive stereotypes who fits there, if they don't use romantic or romantic sexual, and they just go all sexual, and if they bang her enough times, she becomes a girlfriend. You bang her three or four times during that day or that week, she becomes a girlfriend. She'll say, what are we? What is this frame? What? And you say, boyfriend, girlfriend. Congratulations. That's all it takes. So why do you need romance? Why make it harder? Why take away the testimonials? Why, why make it harder? Because that's bullshit. You think someone from evolutionary psychology in old tribal days are like, Hey, you know, we're, we're boyfriend and girlfriend, I five. No, they're they're called the out tribe. They're the sociopath who basically tries to infiltrate the tribe and steal the women and fuck over that alpha male and rape the women and bang her over the head just like alcohol. That's not game. So a lot of this black game is not very transferable. And if it is, if the students use alcohol, that is not game. I do not condone that. So. I teach a style game that does not use alcohol. So my students to say, John, can I use a little bit of alcohol? I say, fuck you. And some of the students, when I say, you know what, maybe consider using alcohol. And he'll say, fuck you. <laughs> they, they seriously tell me that in the boot camp. Fuck you. And I was like, okay, no alcohol. He's still closed. Great. You don't need it. That's the problem with the comfort. Without social comfort, blacks are screwed. And the difference between social connection is that when you're trying to do this gay connection, because you believe that your connection is the reason why women are into you, into girlfriends and all that shit. In reality, it's just a black guy who has so much value. So they believe because they're emotional, because they have high narcissism and low self-esteem, they believe by using their snowflake cunt behavior that that's what women are into. But they're denying that is because they look black. With the protector status pre-selection, once the muscles are gone, she's gone. Because there's no more protector status. The pre-selection disappears. So for the skinny blacks out there, the Africans, work out. Or you're going to get more African women who are the same fucking race as you. This is how it all works. There's no spin. It's just how it is. Whatever you look like, you are the SMV. This is why I make my Asian students dress white. It's that simple. I want you to steal the white man's SMV and fit in the tribe of the women. Evolutionary psychology, no matter how much you try to poke holes in it, I don't care if times have changed. Because a few months ago, blacks had like 8 out of 10 SMV. After all the looting, after COVID-19, they're like 7. Sorry, but that's just how it is. Outside factors can change, but the pre-selection, protector status, um, replication value, it doesn't fucking change. And rappers also have survival value. They all have survival value. It all fucking makes sense. There's no spinning this shit because it, when you're spinning this shit and seeing emotions, how many black people have any emotions outside of being offended? Dumb Justin Wayne fans and just 
that's the problem I've noticed with the black students. They have a lot of cortisol in their system, a lot of cortisol. So during Black Lives Matter, before the protest, whenever a police officer tries to arrest a black man, you know what the black man does? His cortisol, his fight and flight response goes crazy. He's always like, I didn't do nothing, man. And he's like, can you show me your license and register? I didn't do nothing. And then what happens is the police officer is saying, well, there's no accountability, right? There's no accountability. So they'll never get in trouble. So they wrestle with him. Just like black people wrestling in the bedroom with white women with alcohol. That doesn't count. That's not game. And they put their fucking neck on top of George Floyd's fucking head because they don't give a shit. Because they know there's no accountability at the time. Because black men are always going to overreact. And that's the problem. Black men, this is where the violence comes from. This is why they call impulsivity. <clears throat> I'm not going to give you guys a free pass here. And just say BLM or whatever. All black lives That's great. But all lives matter, including Asian men. Your lives matter too. Black lives, of course, matter. But you cannot be part of the problem. And this is an evolutionary psychology thing. Because I talk about fight, fight and freeze, the cortisol. you got to reduce the cortisol, guys, for black students. Because if you don't reduce it, you can't go through social comfort. And for my black student, who was quite dumb before, he was taking a lot of ashwagandha. And that's the only way he can calm down his snowflake behavior. Ashwagandha. It is a plant that reduces cortisol. And that's what a lot of autistic students have problems with. They have a lot of problems with their cortisol. You take ashwagandha every single night. And when they get scared of women, when, when students are timid around women, they have an ashwagandha or, um, you know, cortisol problem. It's all part of evolutionary psychology. You approach the wrong women. You approach the wrong women. You get your head bashed in by the alpha male. So therefore, people develop a little bit of a fear, irrational fear, that if you approach women in the wrong women, you either be out of the tribe you say the wrong thing. Now you will no longer procreate. And that's something that's true in the old tribal days. However, if you approach the wrong woman, <clears throat> the big alpha male will bash your fucking head in for approaching his women. So a lot of this stuff is true. Of course, beta males still gets laid in girlfriends <clears throat> just fine because there's a chimpanzee race before of chimpanzees who still has beta males that gets girlfriends or mates that's closer to human evolutionary psychology <clears throat> so it's not always the alpha this alpha that chad this chad that big jawline this big jawline that all this stuff fits perfectly the whole game is just evolutionary psychology this is why the student social skills are so important because social skills and social calibrations a tribe leader needs to have a good body language Social skills, you need to navigate a tribe. So if you cannot fit into a tribe or you're very weird, <clears throat> in day game, you become the sociopathic PUA. You just vibe all day. You just flirt all day. You just talk about romantic shit all day just to get over that line. And then you try to use game because sociopaths, they don't have social skills, so they use all these stupid gaming lines. That's the problem. When you have all these stupid A and like, Jamba juice and oh you got high five for that. that that's autism. That's autism. It sounds autistic, it sounds like a robot. That's why it doesn't flow. And that defeats the social skills. It's all evolutionary psychology, guys. So for the black people, 
learn some social skills, calm your fucking adrenaline down with ashwagandha, call out the elephant in the room, even if you have to call out all this protest, coronavirus, like call it all out. Build massive social comfort. You can't just be despite everything, having like a hot traffic because you are genetically like pre like protect your status of pre-selection. It's that simple. And go for the polls and do not use alcohol. Deal with objections. You can't always fix all your problems in life with alcohol. That's not game. That's pretty rapey as shit. All right. There's a strong Asian male. I don't give a fuck. That guy, um, if that's him, I'm not sure if that's him. He was from Vancouver. None of his students got laid during day game. He has destroyed the entire Vancouver because he was learning from RSD Julian and Tyler. So if he's a tall, strong guy, that's protector status, pre-selection. He actually has destroyed the whole like city for more than five years, and I've destroyed him. So if he's still around, if that's who I think it is, Jan Lifestyle, and he's not dead, I better make sure he's dead. Because that fucking RSD sociopathic mindset, it didn't work for other Asians that are sociopaths. He just collected their money. So fuck him. If that's if that's who I think it is. So it's time for the visit Eastern Europe. What countries you want to start? Um countries that would be easier for you. Berlin would be super easy. It'll be like super, super fucking easy. You want to go to Poland too. You want to go to Kiev, Ukraine. I was focused on there first. You will do very well in these countries. <clears throat> the rest. Maybe not so much if you're not muscular. Try to bulk up as much as you can. Okay, Mills? <clears throat> Try to get as much muscles as you can. It's not so much, but make sure you're not chubby. But make sure you're ripped as fuck. You want to look like a football player. And if you can do that, you don't need any game. You just need to start pulling, and they'll be into you. And just try to build some social comfort so you don't freak the shell of the women. But the thing is that during COVID-19, your SMV might have gone down a little bit. So you actually need a little bit of skills. That's the problem with the black students. The tall ones who are very, like, getting good results, when they lose the size, and they're like, John, what happened to my results? I was like, well, you lost your protector status, dude. When you lost your protector status, you lose your results. You never had any game. And the only reason why you got results in the first place because you use Elite 30, and you forgot about it. You went right to the playbook. That's the problem. You never went back to the fundamentals, the basics. That's what fucked you up. The skills that got you into the game, that got you the results, that is the thing that you neglected. And when you neglected Elite 30, and it was easier to get over the line, black people have this privilege. You should not depend on the privilege. You should say to yourself, what happens if I was a skinny black that was short? Or a skinny Asian? Well, how would I play the game? They will not play the game the same way. Because that kind of Negro Wayne game is designed for Negroes. And Asian will have to play a very different version of the game. That's how it is. So I'm very muscular. I'm lifting 325. I look at a football player. Yeah. So you're 6'4 or something, right? As long as you're, you have the protector status and leanness, you don't want any body fat whatsoever. It becomes so much easier. You just have to smile when you open. And they'll just follow you home. And you can pretend you're a good POA. And I'm not saying you should use alcohol, but if you want to shortcut the process, 6'3, okay. How, how much do you weigh? 
in terms of pounds, 240, 230, 220. You you don't want to go into the 190 range or one um, or 200 range. You want to go higher. Elite 30, guys. Elite 30. Exactly. Exactly. That's what you want to focus on. So now you're starting to learn all the mistakes that you guys made. And I've taught so many black students. I got so many black students laid. It's always back to elite 30 for the short blacks. The less SMV blacks. And the ones who are taller and stronger and more like bulkier, they like to play book because they have more SMV. But I suggest that you learn both. <clears throat> that you learn both. And for the sociopathic blacks, they're Justin Wayne fans, you fear fucked. None of you get results because too much mental illness, too much adrenaline, no social comfort, socially retarded, autistic, low IQ. And that's the funny thing about black students is that for one of my black students, he was taking Omega 369. When I give him instructions, he's one of those dumb Negro blacks. Okay? He was one of those guys. Autistic, emotional. When he took like a couple omega-369, fish oil, <clears throat> his brain started to work. And he's like, John, I'm, I'm smart as you. And I'm like, yeah, you sound like me. But as soon as they get the omega-3 out of their system, his IQ is like down to 60. You can barely follow instructions. Like a lot of my impossible cases. So this is one thing that black people should do. You should take at least four omega-369 before day game, 20 minutes. Four. So omega-369 is a fish oil that also helps with autism and ADHD. And you should be taking 1,100 um, mg of ashwagandha. That means two pills if it's 600 mg every single night when you sleep for blacks. You not only be smarter because of this, you also be sharper in day game. And uh, social comfort will happen a lot easier. I hope that makes sense. And if you're not working out, guys, you better take as much protein way afterwards when you work out. You don't want to be burning through those muscles. Even though you got big muscles, like one of my students, he started burning through like crazy the more he worked out without getting protein. If you can get protein afterwards, <clears throat> you'll maintain the muscle mass and build on the muscles. You cannot neglect the protector status. Hope that makes sense. Never, ever, in, in African blacks, I'm speaking to you, okay? You guys always believe that with your doctor job and engineering job that you can get away with just being skinny because you're not like in the slave boat and bred for a size. I would say put your fucking ego aside and try to, you know, borrow their SMV. Try to ride on the bandwagon. Try to use that to your advantage. Why fight? pre-selection you don't want to be like wakanda forever you know all the time because they only think of serious africans and serious africans are seriously unpre-selected because they're not fun to be around with they're always so offended and pissed off what do you say about my tribe you say that again i kill your mother and father <laughs> wakanda forever they don't want to hear that shit now you understand why I like Wakanda forever. Ooh, they think that's what they think. Yeah, that's just how they think. So if you're black, just dress somewhat decent. That's all. Wear fucking Zara clothing. Stop dressing like shit. And stop shooting yourself in the foot, especially when you dress like shit. 
and you're thinking you can wear like a t-shirt and jeans like a white guy, you're sadly mistaken. I'd rather you wear some kind of like trendy clothing, but showing off your muscles at the same time. You got to show off a little bit of muscles because if you cover the protector status and you're not good looking, you also get rejected because the arrow theory is just not, you cover the, the wing, the tip or the, you know, the feather that could work against you. Okay. 225, that's a good weight. So I would maintain it, get shredded and stuff and think no body fat. Think like ketogenic or think like, you know, think something that can rip your body. Your results are skyrocket. And a lot of people think, oh, because um, good looking loser says something about like no body fat. But it's not about that by being black. The black arrow will fly better when you're lean and you're strong and tall. It will not work when you're chubby. Because the guy who was like impossible case when I'm teaching him online, I should not be teaching online, I'm teaching him text game, but he wanted to do it for online. Day game text game online are very different. They're the opposite. They're the yin yang. But when I was teaching him, he was a little bit chubby. And the golden ratio matters a lot to black people. You know why? Because his nose is like way up here and his mouth is way down there like Jay-Z. So I Photoshop his nose down and his mouth up. And the women on Tinder start swiping with him because golden ratio matters. Because black people are not good looking. It's the golden ratio. Hope that makes sense. Where the things are on the face, you can put an algorithm. Girls tell me my face is 9 out of 10. Don't know how the fuck you're talking about. Dude, you're like a 7 out of 10. And blacks, like, yeah. He's just a typical black person. And if you look at all the black people, like Denzel Washington, you look at all the models, white people, white male models are better looking than you. Way better looking than you. When you compare yourself universally to a white male model, you're the way up there. You even look at the Zara models who are tall blacks. They all look the same. The same fucking template. White people have more UAR. So if you're saying that you're better looking than white people, and you don't look at all the other black people who are 7 out of 10. But that's not, it doesn't matter about the looks. It's about the golden ratio. It doesn't even matter how you look. 7 out of 10 is good enough for a black man. Even if you're 7.5. Rate Chris Brown. I don't know. Like fucking 6.5. Maybe 6.6. Rate John Legend. I don't know who John Legend is. I have sexy eyes will beat your ass more girls think I'm sexy as hell. Will beat your ass more girls think I'm sexy as hell. I don't know who you are, Asian Neil. I'm six foot two, muscular, big shoulder, Arab. Well, you can't really beat a guy who is basically trained by people in Israeli Krav Maga. Okay, I don't care if you think you can beat my ass. You be destroyed. I've been trained five years in military Krav Maga. You know, the martial art that beats Arabs and eats them for breakfast. So I dare you to fucking try, Asian Neil. Do you like to be like, you want to try my Krav Maga? You guys tried in Israel. Look how well that happened. Your whole fucking country got destroyed. Carpet bombed. Oh, I'm talking, I'm, no, I'm talking about you. I'm talking Mills. Oh, okay. Oh, that's good. That's good. For Mills, I'm not sure if I can beat him up because his strength, right? His, his strength being bred 
from slavery could be way more powerful than my cry my God. I'll have my limitations. So <laughs> you really think you can whoop me? You're talking about Asian Neil or you're talking about Johnny Lee? I'm not talking, I'm talking about Asian Neil. I thought he wanted to fight me. I think it'll be a very even match. In Crab My Guard class, I used to fight big people all the time. They are like six foot something. I don't beat them. They don't beat me. It's just sort of equal, neutralized. But John, you're five seven, right? And you're like, back then you were like 135 pounds. I was like the Bruce Lee of the class, heavy hitter. So, and I was sparring for hundreds of matches. So I'm used to fighting all the time. So that's good. Uh, we can't. John Lee is 46. Why are you trying to fight old men? I saw a girl guy like you. Exactly. <coughs> so instead, everyone looks like keyboard warriors, right? Instead, of looking like keyboard warriors. That's not important. Should this be end of the YouTube live? Because the longer it is, the less people will watch it. They'll automatically skip it. I only see one like. But everything I'm telling you guys, maybe you just haven't, you're not ready to accept it yet. But in the future, when you're ready to accept it, all of the information will help you guys optimize your game. There's two likes. If there's more likes, I'll make more longer YouTube live. I know you guys like it. I'm making it shorter because these days people have no fucking attention span. The sheeps, right? The ones who are struggling there in COVID-19 with their stimulus checks. Because they have no fucking skills in life. They have no high income skills. And they're sheeps. They're just like, my mind's falling apart. And most of my students are not sheeps. They still got jobs. They're logical. They're not emotional. They're not autistic cunts. They're more like Asperger psychopaths. These students are going to do just fine during COVID-19. Uh, <coughs> John, tell Asian Neil he's no combination. John, what do I do? Um, John, I'm gay. What do I do? I don't know. Shove a big pink dodo up your ass or something. I don't know. I think the reason people don't get results is because they don't take action. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <coughs> there are guys. I have one student who is actually black, but he looks white. You know? <coughs> He's five foot three. <coughs> and what happened was he approached every single girl in this town, I think. In the past, when I told him that you're too fucking short, get some elevator shoes, right? He was like, fuck you, John. Um, he was like, that's just a limiting. I don't agree with that. Looks don't matter. Height don't matter, right? And then after like thousands or thousands of approaches, right? Now it's like saying, oh, fuck, John was right. So it really depends on taking action because every race can get over the line. If they make like 1,000 approaches, 500, they'll close once. But that's not game. That's sociopath game. That's just for you because you're a tall black guy. Larry Guru, because you're a tall black guy, all you have to do is approach enough times and you'll close because you're a tall Negro. It just gets you over the line eventually. You may not have the kind of skills that's necessary for that other short black student who looks white. He might need a lot more skills and he needs to bulk up more in order to even the odds. So you, if you have an 8 out of 10 SMV, 
and you already have a height and you're decent looking. And we can say you're a 7.5, maybe 7. You're a tall guy. Okay looking. 8 plus 7 is a 15. Dress a little bit decent, 1 out of 10. 16. Your game just needs to be 4 to get over that line. A little bit of game and a little bit of vibing. That's it. But you don't even need social skills or social calibrations or body language. You just need to be black. Hope that makes sense. The hidden advantage of black people when you look at the score. Black people do not have that much game. And when you lose your muscle mass, you're going to struggle. So what do you recommend for a tall, chubby black dude? Okay, that's a good question. You better be intermittent fasting as much as possible. You only eat from 3 to 6 o'clock. Most of the day, whenever you feel like eating uh, fatty foods, you take an omega-369, which is good for the autism in ADHD. Because a lot of them barely fucking can read. No offense, but when I teach some of these black students who are dumb and they're tall, they can barely read a fucking small paragraph, which they need. Okay? When I tell them to do homework assignments, you want to make sure you don't get robbed. Just hide your money in your books in the hood. They'll never rob you because they'll never look in the books. But you can't always act like that. But lose the fucking weight. Intermittent fasting or keto diet, ketogenic. But lose the weight. Because once you lose the weight, the fat, I guarantee you, if you go on Tinder, you're looking a little bit chubby, you just, you get fucking destroyed. That'll fuck up the arrow theory. I will work out. I will lift weights. I will stop being a lazy fucking person collecting welfare. No offense, but a lot of them do collect welfare. Not all of them. Not my black folk students. They all work in prestigious jobs. There's a lot of dumb black students who just collects welfare. Doesn't work out. Lazy as fuck. Wants every fucking shortcut there is. You don't want to be that black student because they don't want to put in the work. They don't like to work. They like to just do the easy thing. Sell drugs. Fucking spam approach. Don't be that guy. Because the more work you do now, the easier it is later on. Because you don't do the work early on, it's harder. That's just how it is. Put in the fucking work in the beginning. It's easy later. You don't put in the work, it's harder later. It's harder later. That's just how it is. Black students are just like... There's a lot of different black students. It's really like Asians. Asians have different races. And black people have different subgroups. Africans never want to work out. The lazy blacks are just like just a little bit chubby. They never want to put in the work. Then you got the African Americans who are prestigious jobs, military, police officers, correctional facilities, you know, good jobs that are helping society. Then you got the ones who don't give a fuck about society, it just loots everything. Put in the fucking work. That's my advice. Lose weight. I got attention on growth, but again, scared to approach. Um, just go indirect. Just ask for the time or something, right? And then transition into an adaptive opener if you're not sure. So excuse me, I was just looking for X, Y, Z. It doesn't have to be the time. Maybe I'm looking for a clothing store called Zara. You know where I can find it. And then she's like, well, you go this way. She's a little bit scared and stuff. And you say, oh, by the way, I just noticed something else about you. And she's like, what? Right? You have to be like, like shocked. Oh, by the way, I just noticed something about you, right? And she's like, what? You know, you have this 
big hips, but really a naturally curly hair. Are you a Latina by any chance? She's like, oh my God, I'm Mexican. How do you know? Hey, 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 hey. Right? And then, you know, but then she gets scared a little bit, COVID-19. Oh, don't worry. I'm healthy. You know, social distancing. I do all that shit. You know? I know it's random talking to you because people don't talk nowadays. Now you open her. It's that simple. Just ask for directions. Where's Zara? Where's a fucking jambages? Not just joking. But where's a fucking directions? In transition to adaptive openers. In transition. Oh, by the way, I blah, blah, blah. Change the topic. That's how you're going to be able to get through that fear. But because of the openers that I've given you in the last videos, although not that many people watched it, you ungrateful fucking cunts. There's no such thing as his game. It's just talk to her like you talk to your friend, just less aggressive. Well, that's a problem with black people with high SMV. Because imagine you were a five foot four Filipino, Mills. Will you be able to just talk to her aggressively and just normally without teasing and stuff? Because think about this way, Mills. This is why th that statement was so ignorant. You know? Because for you, you're always dealing with hot traffic or warm traffic because you're a tall black. But however, when the women, when you're a short Asian guy, you're always getting cold traffic here. Cold. Cold, warm. So at some point, she wants to walk away. She's like, oh, my God. Um, she's rolling her eyes. So you got to crisp brown her. You got to do a right cross. Yeah. <clears throat> at that time, and you go back to your job, which is conversation. But if you don't jab at that time, at that exact moment, <clears throat> that because she's going to hit you. She's going to be like rolling her eyes. Do you, oh, I'm getting bored. And she looks at her phone. She's trying to knock you out. So at the same time, you block and you hit. At the same time, boom. Now it's a counterattack. If you don't counterattack at that exact moment, you cannot keep her on the line. See, for you, your height and your long dick keeps her on the line. You know, the line. But for someone like this, for a short 5'4 Filipino, he will need to counterattack at that moment. And now she's like, what the fuck? Because now you tease her, like, oh my God, you're so distracted, right? Um, you're looking at your phone, right? Do you have ADD or something? She's like, what the fuck? Now she's gone from cold traffic about to walk. Now she's back to warm traffic. You see that? So for someone like that, teasing is very important. Teasing is very important. But when she's on the line and she's moving on the line and sounding like a gay best friend conversation, you got to flirt. Does that make sense? Because if you don't flirt, this warm traffic is going to become like gay best friend traffic. And then now you're fucked because now you're being natural. And the problem with natural people is because when I talk about the value getting over the line, tall blacks and tall whites, they're jabbed. They're jabbed because of the genetic advantages, right? Even when they're jabbing and shit, their jab gets over the line because the jab is harder hitting because you're six foot three, 225 pounds. Your jab is probably more powerful than the Filipino guy's right cross, right? Your jab would cause more knockout power and you're, it's harder for her to knock you out mentally. We're talking about emotionally. So this is why it's so important that you learn how to counterattack. So this becomes a game of emotions and game, social skills, social calibrations, all in one. So if you're only working on social calibrations, you're trying to fill up this area by being a short five foot four Filipino, it is not enough. You also need to have perfect social skills. 
Now you can fight against the tall blacks. Right? Then now you gotta control your emotions, be dominant and shit. And then you need to learn how to counterattack, how to pull, how to instigate, how to deal with objections. You don't need that much game, but you do need everything else. Just to get the cold to warm. And you're always dealing with hot and warm traffic. That's different. That's different. So um John, I get a lot of married girls trying to fuck. What do you think I should do? The thing is that for you, you're probably an older guy. Okay. So for them, they're probably around 27, 28 or something. They're looking to settle down. So for you, they might see you as a husband material, a potential partner. Because black people who are more like you, positive stereotype, confident, you can make potentially good partners. And these women are losing their SMV. Some might be even single mothers or divorcees. So for you, I would dress like a rich motherfucker, draw them in and dump all of them after you fuck them. Like my Pakistani mentor. That's how I play the game. I'll dress in a blazer if, if I were you. And I'll use that to draw the women in like you're rich, maybe wearing Richard Mill. And then after that, or Rolex, fuck them. Use that as a trap, like a husband material. If, and just tell them that you're too busy to meet them. Problem solved. Uh, one day, I approached a white girl in the metro. She was smiling. The subway come. She was not looking at me anymore. Should I have teased her or go with her in the subway? One day, I approached a girl, white girl in the metro. She was smiling. But the subway come, and she was not looking at me anymore. You should at least talk to her. You would do a pre-opener. like You'd be like, if she smiles at you, just say, yeah, it takes a long time to wait for the train, doesn't it? Or a subway. And she'd be like, yeah, you see that? So this is what they call pre-opener. You probably don't know what pre-opener is because most people don't know what pre-opener is. So the opener is like, excuse me real quick, I have a question. But the pre-opener could be anything. So if you're like walking outside, you're like, great weather today. Or, man, that food smells good. And lots of naturals do this. And she's like, yeah, it does, right? And then you can go, oh, excuse me, um, I just have a quick question. And she's like, what? Do you see that? By transitioning from a pre-opener to an opener to a transition, okay? Does that make sense? Why? By doing that transition, the pre-openers could be something that you can use to gauge, especially during COVID-19. A pre-opener can be like, oh, great weather today. She runs away. She's afraid of COVID-19. So you already made an approach by a pre-opener, by pinging them. That's what naturals do. Sometimes naturals will go up to women and just say, hey, right? Or they're like, oh, you're looking very fit, right? They want to see how she reacts. For them, that's already an approach. If she's not into them, then they know. But he's still giving out that vibe. This is more advanced level stuff. So it's just, I'll shut my fucking mouth and save it for coaching for the inner circle. This is not for the YouTube public. What you guys are learning is more of the strategy. You are not learning the advanced shit. You're learning very basic shit compared to what I know. Uh, it gets really advanced. You, you guys would be like, mind fucked by what's in here. Um, how many approaches do you do on a weekly basis? It's not how many approaches I do because I don't do as many during COVID-19. It's more like how fast can you close? On the very first approach, a woman will be right on my bed. So it's not about how many approaches because I'm not SMVing it. I'm skilling it. And to skill it, you got to practice at home like a trillion fucking times. And a lot of these positive 
stereotype dating coaches. Or even my Pakistani mentor, when you have high SMV, you just say, they always like, John, just go up through an approach. Stop practicing in front of the mirror. That they don't understand it. When you have no SMV and you got cold traffic, you have to be a perfect, you know, social calibration machine. Can you tell us more about your Pakistani friend? Oh, my God. It's just so much to talk about. And I'm getting a headache. Pre-opener seems good. Damn. Is this concept of Elite 30? Pre-opener is like a tester. It's before a tester. The testers, excuse me real quick, I have a question. But pre this is not an Elite 30. I don't teach everything, guys. A lot of things I know are top secret. Even in the inner circle, I teach you a lot more than I teach in the YouTube live. But there is so much game in here. There's at least 100 years forward of game in here that you guys have never heard of. Seriously. There are some stuff so advanced that I can't even talk about it. But I can tell you where to stare to shut down her fucking brain. That means if she, instead of just teasing her back and counter-punching, I could teach you how to shut down her fucking brain by staring at a specific spot. And when I stare at that spot, her brain will shut down. And you do this over and over. I have so much advanced game. Not advanced. Like This is beyond expert. This is like inner circle game, the real inner circle. We know so much secret technologies because we're the inner circle are not dating coaches. That's why all the dating coaches lie to you about the protector status, pre-selection, survival. They, they lie about you for all this stuff because they want to make money. Everything is a spin. The more you listen to them, the more you get brainwashed. The inner circle are not dating coaches. They're naturals, high-value naturals. So the techniques that we share with each other works really well, but we don't teach it to the public. Like if you knew where to stare and the women could be shut down without you actually teasing her, won't that be an advantage? You're like, what the fuck kind of game is this? There's so much secret tactics that I can't even talk about. But that opens your mind. There's even manifestation-related shit too, which I talked to you a little bit about. So yeah, it's inner circle shit. Let's talk on it later, sure. I'm not older. I'm 23. Yeah, maybe because of the mustache and beard and shit. So... For you, if you want younger women, just shave off your mustache because that's making you look older. So, yeah, you can talk about inner circle because you're one of my students. The pre-opener is actually an extremely good idea for COVID-19, especially for Negroes. Okay? So when you look at it, I should be teaching you all this shit. But today, I just, when I'm just fucking bored. Okay? So pre-opener. It transitions into a tester, right? To opener, adaptive. And that transitions right into a transition. So, and of course, in between, you can use like statements of empathy, SOE. And you can also use calling out the elephant in the room, C-E-R. So what would that sound like? Um, man, everyone is so crowded out here, isn't it? Don't they know about social distancing? And then she's laughing. Ha, ha, ha. She's laughing already. That's a green signal. Now you move forward. Oh, excuse me. I just have a quick question. I just noticed that you have this X plus Y. Are you whatever? She's like, oh, my God, I am, right? And then you could transition. Oh, by the way, right? My name is Jonathan, but I know statements of empathy. I know everyone's afraid of each other. Don't worry. I'm healthy. I don't have COVID-19. I don't have that virus thing. Call an elephant in the room. 
Good. And now she's like, say, oh, it's okay. And then continue talking. You see that? Pre-openers can help you make approaches without approaching. That can ping the vibe to women. And that saves you a lot of time. It's like, hey, there. And then she's like, what the fuck? She walks away. She's scared. No problem. You already know that one would not work. It's not just about approaching women that have nothing to do. They're on vacation tourist hotspots and they're not dressed super well in aiming for a six out of ten. Forget about shit like that. You can go for any hot woman and ping. And when you ping them and you realize that she's into you and smiles and laughs again, and then you can use a point stop. Right? Excuse me. I was originally going over there. I'm looking for a place. What's it called? Um, blah blah blah. I know it's random as hell, and this is COVID-19, and people don't talk to each other. It's social distancing. By the way, my name is Jonathan. What's your name? Maybe we can elbow to elbow because we can't shake hands anymore. See what I mean? It's like an elbow fist bump. Oh, my God. Why are you looking at me so scared? You're like a deer in the headlights. Is it because I'm a tall black guy? Are you like one of those, like, you know, Stacy's or something? You know, the, the type of on social media, they're always like, um, or Karen's. Is that what you are? No, I'm just joking, by the way. <laughs> what are you doing right now? Blah, blah, blah. You see what I mean? The game can switch. The algorithms automatically are in my head. I do not need to, I flow naturally like a natural. But I'm teaching you guys these pieces of the game so that way, at the very least, you have some kind of framework. It's not about the lines you use, it's the algorithms. The algorithms or the algebra is always stronger than goddamn autistic lines. That's why sociopaths, autistic sociopaths, when they teach you lines, they don't have social skills. They got socio skills. This thing can flow. I can create a hundred million different openers this way and generate it like that. I hope that opens your mind. But pre-openers, man, any woman, any sort of SMB, it doesn't have to be lower. And this is how you do it. Just to give you a glimpse. You guys know very little about the actual game because most of you have been SMBing it. You never heard about using actual skills. And people say they have skills is that using alcohol as game and just like romantic shit and flirting like crazy. But that's to me, that's not game. That's just SMBing it. It's just a delusion that they believe is emotion that gets them over their life. That's how I see it. Black privilege. Black privilege, not real game. An unfair advantage. Because one time a guy is like, John, I got three girlfriends or something. You have some limiting beliefs. Let me talk to you. I was like, you're like a six foot six black guy. What kind of game do you think you really have to be a pre-selective? And he's like, Ooh. never talk to me again. Um, I get women from 18 to 45 with ease. Well, congratulations. Congratulations. So mostly Asian women, right? Like fucking Chinese, no? Is that what it is? All right. I think people are dropping off. There's only eight people left and only four likes. That's all I want to say for today. And also get Elite um, Bundle if you want to actually learn more from me. Because what's in here is worth more than the products. My mental filter. By talking to me. A lot of these dumb people are like, oh yeah, more romance or more game, game, game. No, there's a lot more to it than that. And every student are taught differently. You're all taught differently. If you're black, I don't teach you the same as an Asian person, obviously. So, yeah, and also the boot camps. Sign up for it. Sign up for the boot camps. 
you might have to come next year, but put down like, you know, put the full amount, you get the deals, come next year. When we're all vaccinated. Yay, we're all vaccinated and you can just spam approach like fucking SMVing it with all these skills. Then I could correct you. I could make you do squats. It'll be like a military boot camp. But other than that, I hope you guys learn a lot. So this is a long this is a long video. Some people might just skip it because it's too long. There's no more questions. I hope you guys learn like a lot, like a fucking like huge. Because I may actually in the future talk about different ethnicities and what they can do about it. Middle Easterns, Asians, you know, like and white people, because they don't like to touch people because they're white. They have so much SMV. And um <clears throat> and they don't flirt either because they get scared. And Middle Easterns and stuff, I can yeah. You all have a different game, a different Johnny Elite version, because you all have a different value. Therefore, you have to make different changes. That's it. And I got to get going. So how do I say goodbye in Ebonics? Now, catch you later, my brothers. Catch you later, bro. Yeah, that's probably like, that'll make sense. For shizzle my nizzles and catch you later, bro. Cool. All right.